you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the Friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesco, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the Friends Zone. Welcome everybody to the friend zone and this week we're going to open up with a statement from Robin Thicke regarding the latest uh, scandal from the videos uh, (laughs) regarding Paula Patton making that damn scandal. Robin Thicke says, have you ever went to a friend's house and the food just ain't no good? I mean, the macaroni soggy, the peas are mushy, and the chicken tastes like wood. <laughs> so you try to play it off, and you think that you can by saying that you're a fool. And then your friend says, Mama, he just being polite. He ain't finished. Uh-uh, that's bull. <laughs> so your heart starts pumping, and you think of a lie. And you say that you already ate. And your friend says, man, there's plenty of food. So it piles some more on your plate. While the stinky food's steaming, your mind starts to dreaming of the moment it's time to leave. And then you look at your plate, and your chicken's slowly rotting into something that looks like cheese. <laughs> wow. <laughs> It's Robin Thicke. <laughs> I'm just playing. That's a verse from Rapper's Delight by the Sugar Hill Gang. But it was foreshadowing, okay? The, the scandal. Really hit, <laughs> the scandal. That was crazy. Behest upon us by Paula Patton now. I don't know if you've seen it, but for those of you who have been under a rock Ooh. or apparently a piece of chicken in her damn Dark grease. Um, Paula Patton made a video tutorial frying some chicken and said it was her mother's recipe. Now, you, now, I know they say that one drop rule stuff or whatever, but like you, y'all know who Paula Patton's mama is. She got, I'm just saying I to seen. you like this Paula Patton got two sides of the family, okay? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> and that's for sure her mama's recipe. All oh, right? She ain't even had to let us know, Didn't but I knew. knew. And so, you I'm know, just much amazed nobody said anything to her in all these years. Maybe she I, don't really how, make it. How long that, that clip looked like it was an older clip. I was like, where is this even from? Because it looks like it's dated. She's been doing this all this time. I or? thought that was that kitchen, that low country kitchen decor. That's what I thought that was. The kitchen <laughs> look, It looked low country. Yeah. You know what Ooh, I mean? You know that I motif. Like it. Yeah. He <laughs> said, yeah. No, it's not like a style, right? <laughs> you see what said it look old like that chicken. The house and the chicken was old. <laughs> but yes. Wow. So that was just a little quick dedication to make y'all laugh. You know, don't I know Jonathan jump me, be honest. <laughs> you know, I say that every day That's for like, no reason. <laughs> like I just be thinking about her sitting up all cute, just being like, be Y'all gonna jump me? Be honest. Like I, like every day for no reason. Well she said, I got a question <laughs> and don't fight me because I know you guys like to tussle. <laughs> Honestly, her whole TikTok is so funny. 
I love much love Do y'all know her name? I wish I knew her name. But y'all know y'all might not know her name, but y'all know them viral ass clips, so y'all know who I'm talking about. Yes, because she's literally always on my feed, even on TikTok when I was scrolling. Well, what else she said in her other clip was welcome to the friend zone, your weekly look into all things mental health, and mental wellness. This who in here wants to jump brain, be honest. Uh, who in the hell wants some of Paula J. Patton's chicken? That shit looks like that vegan. You see that vegan chicken? It looked oh like God, it was mummified. Bone. Yeah. Oh my God. Mm-mm. Please. Somebody gonna say, girl, if you don't just go to Popeye. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously. Because what the fuck she was she doing? Canal Street ass chicken, fake Gucci ass chicken. <laughs> like, I'm like, what is this shit? Black Curl's reaction was it. taking me out though the entire time. Like, mm-mm, that chicken not clean. That chick's not clean, Paula. Like, <laughs> right. I don't, oh, I don't get the, yeah. the, um, there was a place that, well, I won't, I won't put them on blast, but there was a place in Harlem mm-hmm. and they, and it was like vegan food and they would put this like piece of wood. What? <laughs> like, like rude roast like wood? Like a skewer. Broiling. I guess oh. like a skewer. <laughs> uh huh. But it would be like, it, you know, it was supposed to put, uh, be the bone. Oh, so that's no. people who would, so <laughs> people who were new to the get. food could feel the texture of it, like they biting into it when they're. And I'm just like, this is what about a lot. The ones that want to taste fucking... the marrow, they got to break the toothpick open and suck the juices out of the wood. I'm sure somebody would create that <laughs> shit at some point. Trust and believe it. It's not no already vegan. out there. You know, I'm I'm a, I'm a all food matter motherfucker myself, but like. <laughs> I, I just think that if I did go vegan, like I would want to eat vegan shit. I wouldn't want to eat something that was drifting on the memory of what a piece of chicken used to taste. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to yeah, eat I vegetables. Yeah, and, I don't really get that. But I get for some people, they just still want it to feel like that. I don't they know. Might eat that Everyone. paper mache ass food. <laughs> yeah. You know, stop chicken. There stop. Is a, you know, there's randomly like shops in New York that do sell like broth. Like, not even mm-hmm. just, like, soup broth. It'll be, like, literally, like, bone broth and stuff, and they'll sell them to you, like, little to-go cups. I didn't even know they were in... They had, like, food lines or whatever. When I heard about bone broth, I was like, bone well, they have... Like, so it's a whole restaurant too. that serves broth. They broths. said it was yep. healthy. It's really good I didn't know body. that they had... That group had did that. I thought that, like, of course, I knew they had did that versus with 3-6, but I didn't know they had expanded I into, like, food service so like that. I was... No. When I heard about everybody loving bone broth, no. I was like, bone, 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 no, bone? No. <laughs> okay, Cleveland. Cleveland. I like how that took me a minute. I was like, Dustin's really excited about this bone broth. We should have known. It was a bit. A bit. Bone broth. So let's jump into. Do you guys have any announcements before we jump into the black business? Uh, I do want to quickly say thank you to Jade and XD for inviting me to game night two. Uh, oh my god, y'all did it, did it again! Oh, I have to watch. Let me go on their Patreon. Uh, first episode, first episode, y'all are first funny. special was about Black History. Second one was um, it was Divas Night. Uh, it was a fun time. Jade Next D, you're amazing. <laughs> uh, shout out to all the people. They had a category called White Divas. <laughs> what did y'all really? Yes, we did. Um, <laughs> Well, they did. I just played along, you know. Had no idea what these categories... We have no idea what the facts are going to be, the categories, any of them. I blame... Y'all know who I blame. <laughs> One of the Chris's. That's all. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because uh, he be sliding at me and it really be him. You know what I'm saying? 
Because that was all him. Them He's categories had me rolling. His category, yes. some of the answers. Shout out to Eags from the first one, if anybody knows what that is. Yes, like, I was going to bring that like, up. Y'all was like, what the spell? I was so <laughs> upset. I was like, I don't know what this word is. There's only three, four letters. I should be able to put this together somehow. Maybe he it's cheese because like, it's Black History Month, but it's spelled out like, <laughs> so it's supposed to be B-Cheese. That ain't, I don't know. Like, it was a lot, but it was still fun nonetheless. Uh, all the family was there. People that you've seen probably around here, or if you haven't, get to go know some more of our friends over there. Jade Next D, you're amazing. It was just great. Carry your ass to their Patreon and join their Patreon so you can watch it and enjoy yes, it. Yes, Patreon.com so slash Jade and XD, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they call it the $7 holla. It's only one tier. Yeah. And it has all their audio, their videos, all their game shows, all their variety shows recaps you name it seven dollars really really funny i've been subscribed to them for a while and um also oh oh, no i was gonna say and they're also raising money so going ahead and help them out with that if you haven't subscribed or if you're subscribing you're looking for other ways to support them jaden xd uh check them out on all their social medias jaden xd and you can find their gofundme link as well go ahead friend yeah two terrible people that really made a great thing together so i love it negative times and negative is positive in this case (laughs) (laughs) i love both of them to death we are negative yes he's so funny i also want to thank all of you who hung out with us last week for our live stream last wednesday that was so much fun Wednesday. You know we having fun when we go over time. Uh, we hung out with Latoya. She was the special Shout friend. Shout out to yes. Toya, the analog she's so damn girl. Funny analog girl podcast. Definitely check her out. Um, she's just funny without trying, which is mm-hmm. like my favorite type of comedic genius because she just be talking and it be and, funny. And Toya's smart, so. Toy is mm-hmm. a great person that make like reference jokes with. Like mm-hmm. you can say that looks like, and she'll know what you're referring to because mm-hmm. Toya knows everything. And so she'll start laughing so already. A great person to partner. <laughs> Back with to her being capacity. funny without even trying. When we were at Kia's house, all I know is I was passed out and I woke up to Toya in a full on breakdown watching Bridgerton. <laughs> it was the most what? dramatic and hilarious thing I've ever seen. I just see Toya. Like with her hands on her mouth like this, I'm like, I'm like, Toya, what is going? Like, are you okay? What's wrong? She's like, I can't believe it. Like, he, he, oh, she found out he it. ain't coming back. Whatever happened? No, it was the uh, some on the new storyline. I need to give that show another chance because everybody be going That's crazy why I was asleep. for it, but I just couldn't. I was get like, Toya, go ahead and get into your bridges, and I'm a nap out, so I don't have to ruin this for you because it's not for me. But I'm gonna try again because I want to support Shonda. Yeah, Shonda Ryan, got so. her, so she so, might so. get you. Cause baby, I'm gonna try again. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna because you know well, they said know. everybody wanted to fuck the guy that was on there, and now he's not on there anymore. Right. So they like, well, what right. are we watching for? And they killed it. But apparently, they added um, these new women to mm-hmm. the cast. Okay, that like everybody's like they're so fire. So the twins from out. Little Women Atlanta. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> But thank you to Latoya. Thank you to all of y'all who hung out with us. It's always funny Man, as fuck, especially the chat. Fight. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> they Bridgerton outfits with no, Let's get into the black business of the week. I have to shout out one of my homies from college, y'all. Okay. 
Her name is Treva B. Lindsay. She's actually a professor in, in women's gender and sexuality studies department at Ohio State University. Go Shout ahead. out to you. That's so bomb. I always yes. feel like my friends have like real adult jobs. At a big <laughs> team. adults school, I'm never okay? going to be. Nene Leaks. They make it when you got the coins. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but she just wrote a book titled America Goddamn <laughs> Violence. I already want to read it. <laughs> already, right? Already. Violence, Black Women, and the Struggle for Justice. It's available right now, actually. You just dropped today. Congratulations. Wow. I'm so excited for you. And because it's a published book, it is available everywhere you can get your books. You can get it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble. Just look it up. Once again, that's America Goddamn, Violence, Black Women, and the Struggle for Justice, written by Treva. That's T-R-E-V-A-B, Lindsay, and Lindsay with an E-Y at the end. Let me so tell you why Treva that. deserves our support <laughs> on, alone. Treva was able to secure a book deal Okay, mm -hmm. and then put her first title. I'm assuming her first. I don't know where she mm -hmm. at in the game, but yeah, the title of the book is America. God damn. Do you know how hard <laughs> it was to pitch and sell that to convince the powers that be that this is what we're going to call the book, motherfucking book? So shout and out to Treva for getting um, that done. And like, see it on Barnes and Noble. Like, it's just iconic. iconic. Friends. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's no better word. And if you knew her, like, this is exactly what I would think her first book would be. So I'm so just, like, blown away that she really knocked the shit out the park. I'm excited to read it. it. I'm so excited for you. I hope this opens up just a world of opportunities. Definitely support her. Y'all know that sales will allow her to sustain, number one, but yeah. also get her message out and hopefully continue writing books. I know that's something she's always wanted to do. Let's so. get her on that bestsellers list. Let's get, that. oh my that, God, that, yes. that needs to be on the list. People need to see the title of that Just book the title. on the list. <laughs> America Goddamn. If you ever felt like number that, one. that's worth your purchase right there. Okay, <laughs> so, so congratulations, yeah. Treva. I love you, and that's so awesome. Now let's jump into this week's recap segment, shall we? Yep. Last week's episode was titled "In," I was gonna say "inclusive," <laughs> intrusive thoughts, where we got in our psych bag uh, to discuss intrusive thoughts. What do our most negative and disturbing <clears throat> thoughts say about who and what we really are? Should we be worried or let them fly? We shared our thoughts and our personal experiences, and a lot of you <laughs> had a lot to say about this episode, which I always love. Asante, who stood out to you? I was there in them SoundCloud streets, reading up on everybody and seeing what y'all was saying. Um, <clears throat> Same. Let's see if you took my comment. Did you pick Tita? <laughs> I did not. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. Well, shout out to Aspen real quick. <laughs> we love you, girl. <laughs> um, I chose Tita Collins, though, who says Issa fantasized about tossing Lawrence baby across the room. <laughs> she wouldn't have done it for real, but the whole visualization was funny as hell. You know, we mm -hmm. did. We could. Perfect example. That was a great too. example because we did bring up, you know, violence against, you know, youth last week. So, and mm -hmm. not an an intentional thing but in that situation it kind of would have been an intentional thing she was just you know fantasizing about it and we don't know if that was like an intentional fantasy or just something that might come across your mind when you're thinking about like oh shit i'm stressed i don't even like that bitch i'm gonna kick her baby like would she really do that no or was it just a fantasy no. you know was it even an, a, an intentional fantasy or just an intrusive thought we may never know unless they decide to tell us so that's what the writing was 
times. But uh, just a great point because we all have these. I felt like there are levels to intrusive thoughts or thoughts in general. So I feel like it's easy for us to have any type of intrusive thought, things that we aren't even hitting on or thinking about trying to do. So I just thought that was a great point, too, that she brought that up because Issa ass was just always thinking about some other shit. And it was always super hilarious and relatable. But putting that in context of what we were talking about last week. Great job, T. Appreciate you for it. What about you, friend? What'd you find out there in them streets? So in the SoundCloud streets, ingeniously said, thank you so much for this episode. I have an eight-year-old and intrusive thoughts are real. I would never, ever harm my baby. Even saying it out loud is scary. So I can see why people would shy away from getting help. The only reason I'm able to deal with them is because another friend mentioned the term intrusive thoughts one day and I went on to research what it was. Now knowing what they are has helped me a lot. It helps me to label my thoughts as a true feeling versus an intrusive thought and not something I would ever actually do. I think the hyper awareness and mass information of all the horrible things that happen to children lead to these thoughts popping up. Also, PTSD, I have family and friends who have been abusive, and that plays a part. Knowing that I'm not all my thoughts helps me take pause and navigate through the thoughts. I don't bottle them. I identify them, and then I say, that is not me, and just try to see why it came up. I'm happy you spoke on this topic because I don't hear much about it in the mom world. And a lot of you are actually tagging me to hashtags on TikTok. Apparently, there's like a whole intrusive thoughts side of tiktok where people literally share the thoughts that pop up and they film them and record them and i was just like okay (laughs) some of them were intense but i'm happy to see that there's a space whether it's being used yeah. yeah in a comedic way or in a more honest way whatever the case may be everyone relates to things differently but i'm happy that there seem to be forums TikToks, blogs, I mean, you name it. You guys were were tagging me to quite a bit of resources that I appreciated. And there were a few Black moms who reached out to me and told me that another added layer is when you're a Black mom, it's extra scary, kind of similar to what Ingeniously was saying in this comment, to share those thoughts because people will want to take your kids away Mm. half the time, you know? So even when you're talking to your therapist, there's still this fear to say that to them and have, you know, what is this CPS called? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's also one of the layers that people were sharing that it makes it hard for mm-hmm. them to even be honest and, and get help the way that mm-hmm. maybe a white mom or white person could, which that's is why sad. I, I ain't having no motherfucking kids. Fuck all that. <laughs> it's too much. It's too much to be worried about. You already worried about keeping this little nigga alive and shit, and then you can't even think what then you want to think. Resources. I'm straight. I mean, I'm it's going to travel. It's, but that's why it's so challenging. <laughs> I was happy we had this episode yeah. because at least if people are having a hard time finding resources, I know that it helps yeah, with absolutely. them knowing they're not alone in what they're feeling and you're not crazy. Like we were discussing last week, just because of pop the thought popped up does not mean anything about you or that you're, you know, a sociopath or it's common. It pops up. I know there's still a lot of research being done on the stressors that are kind of triggering these thoughts. I know a lot of moms don't have support either. You know, like they're doing a lot of shit on their own, trying to man the household or some of them have partners, but the partners are kind of like, not really might as well be by your up. damn self exactly yeah. not getting up to hell sorry ass nigga say it friends <laughs> y'all 
So a lot of y'all got sorry ass <laughs> men. Say it, a man who No, men who are more traditional. Nothing ass niggas. And really think that bi- that kids are. Oh, Look at my song. Men that think like bitches. I thought you was about to say something else. What you thought? Men that think say? like bitches. <laughs> I That's what I thought. I said, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> no. no. Like Marsal, who feel yes. like kids are not his responsibility. Oh his responsibility is to be the breadwinner Can and his wife deals it? with the kids. He didn't even know that his 14-year-old, or however old that kid was, excuse me, had an allergy, a, oh. peanut, a peanut butter allergy, and was going to give him a PB&J for lunch. She's I talking about know Love that. and Marriage Huntsville on OWN, and if you're not watching, you need to be. <laughs> because as you can see, it has captivated friends' attention, it as I knew it would. destroyed me. And here we are. Yes. I am broken. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, you know, beautifully broken. Terrible. Yes. <laughs> No, but it reminds me of that. Like, imagine going through postpartum with a husband like that. Mm-hmm. Who wouldn't be fucking depressed and scared and shook and feeling like your world is upside down? Like, come on, no type of help. So I'm happy that we could provide that conversation. I too, Thank you for that episode yeah. last week. I like when we have conversations about things that are like, I like when we can talk about processes kind of, because some yes. of those things are you know, people they're gonna think about and they're like, I can't believe I had a thought like that. And then they'll start judging themselves and they'll like repress it and then become a, a whole killer years later, as opposed to just being able to say, like, I had a crazy thought and then say what it was and be like, I would never do no shit like that. And then finally be like, I'm about to go play basketball and then be done with it or move on or whatever. I like that we can just like open up some woman else. or man. It don't matter who's playing basketball. Here you go. But you know what too what I like too is that there were a lot of people, which is my personal fave, is when people are like, Oh shit, I never heard of that. Is that what I'm experiencing? And then they go and look it up. The discovery, absolutely. That to me is what makes this show my favorite. Um, and also we didn't have a lot of negative comments or pushback. We only had one. Somebody was like, Y'all fucking glitching or something. <laughs> Which one was yeah. that? <laughs> glitching. She was like, because I ain't never had. Yeah, I was like, okay, that's fine. Maybe you just don't. Maybe you're focusing on the the harsher intrusive thoughts because they're also very like small day to day ones. Like I saw one girl <laughs> that was. Uh, sipping off of a straw and she was just like I wonder what I would do if I just let the straw go down my throat and it's like okay I don't know why she's thinking that <laughs> this is on the TikTok might get date number two oh, <laughs> but it just goes to show it can be anything literally anything, anything. so anything anything, I, anything. <laughs> Dustin, what you find in the Twitter street? So on April 1st, um, you know, oh people was doing all kind of April Fool's jokes, but some of the stuff was funny. This girl gonna tweet, shout out to um, at Dom underscore Dottie, D-O-M underscore underscore D-O-T-T-Y. She said, y'all stylists just be doing anything, and it's a lady laying in a shampoo bowl with peppermints in her head. <laughs> Talking about it's a peppermint. A peppermint. A peppermint <laughs> Hey, look, look how she, look how she wrote it. Y'all stylists just be doing anything no so shout out to her also i want to give a shout out to future future had a rough week in the in in social media this week oh really y'all done dogged him out yeah i thought he was getting supported out here in this podcast well if those people are supporting you then what do you think the other side of that conversation (laughs) looks like you getting your ass dug and pulled and drug all up and down the internet so i gotta support my nigga y'all know he made one of my favorite songs i'm gonna (laughs) die by it
Okay. I love March Madness by Future. So he tweeted something that I thought was funny. He said, when I was 11, I got mad at my mom because I was turning 12. (laughs) (laughs) What? How profound. Uh, Also, want to give a quick shout out. I know that's a bar on one of his next songs. Uh, at the Black Lamb, that's two E's on the, of course, T-H-E-E, and then Black has two A's. They said there's so much to be seen out here in the world. And then they were in Colombia, where apparently there's this, like, skater highway thing. Oh, my yeah. God. Did you see? You guys that. saw that? Yeah. Oh, my God. It looks like a video that, game. It literally looks like that. a video game. Well, maybe we should go. Like, y'all. I've been telling you, we should take an international trip, and I would that totally would be go. So cute. Let's go ride that and like have somebody filming and stuff. And I want that camera that go around you. You know, <laughs> not the one at the parties, but the one that people be wearing, where it looked like you up there in the air with them. The, and shit the drone. That's video. so cute. I, I want Final it. Drone and shit. So that's in Colombia. I was wondering. I was looking through the comments, but I couldn't find. They out were saying where all kind of shit. East St. Louis. Uh, they was just naming all kind of ridiculously That's wrong like, that areas. Is not <laughs> I was like, y'all, the, the, the time I want to, right, the one time I really am seeking information <laughs> from y'all ass, y'all going to troll the fuck out the tweet. <laughs> but I want to go to that. The last tweet I want to highlight is um, actually from Erica Alexander. You all know her. She famously plays Maxine who? Shaw. Maxine Shaw, attorney at law. Well, she stepped back into character for a moment to do uh, to create a video supporting the confirmation of Judge Ketanji uh, Brown Jackson yeah. to the Supreme Court. She was saying, "It's me, Maxine Come Shaw, on, attorney Katanji. at law." <laughs> Look at her! Oh. She in it. Uh, she in it. How cool is Erica that? Erica right, Alexander that she did is a that. bad bitch. Yep. <laughs> I thought so. I thought so. Tambi in. <laughs> and that does it for my uh, tweets this week. That's what I found in the Twitter streets. Thank you to all. Uh, God bless you. I actually want to read one more. I forgot mm-hmm. that I had a screenshot that I had taken from the Patreon. Um, Otiana said as someone with obsessive compulsive disorder I was really nervous when I saw the title of this episode (laughs) thank you Fran for your diligent research on the topic intrusive thoughts are random and frightening in my experience my mind is usually more afraid of the thought and not actually performing the action because I know I don't really want to do any of that there was a time when my OCD and anxiety was so bad and I could not stop the thoughts that I would literally throw up every Ooh. morning. That's oh, intense. Yeah. When you try to ignore the intrusive thoughts, that's when they get louder. If you say, don't think about it, don't think about it, guess what? You're thinking about it. If I say pink elephant, guess what? You're seeing a pink elephant. My therapist taught me that thoughts are just thoughts until you act on them. Put the bad thought on a leaf and let it flow down the river. I like that visual. Um, if it happens to come back, just put it on another leaf. Those parents do not want to harm their babies. It's just a thought that freaks them out. A random fleeing thought. It's distressing when you obsess over it. And then you start thinking that you're a terrible person. Mm. Telling you, so many people were sharing openly just their experiences with it. And it was exactly what I was hoping that this conversation would create. I remember I was saying last year, I hope uh, we get more in our psych mm-hmm. bag this year. So want to keep looking up you know different things that people are experiencing so that we can share see if we can align that that was a great one last week too i I know we focused really heavy on um parenting or we talked about parenting for a a bulk of it rather because i think that was like an easier example or more complex Mm -hmm. example rather but again i keep saying that there's just so many levels to it and i felt like she just did a great job of 
breaking down how easy it is to have those thoughts and then move past them and how it's just a normal thing. And I like how she normalized that. Thank you for that. Yeah, yeah I like the leaf visual. Yeah. Put it on a leaf and let it flow down the river. Yeah, so. Fran, you definitely was painting with the colors of the wind last week. <laughs> that was good. Your, our wolf cried to the what? Blue corn moon last week. That was and good. It's I funny got educated. Too because now even with intrusive thoughts, like because we talked about it, I was it was more heightened, obviously, mm-hmm. in my mind. And so all week I was like, I have a lot of intrusive thoughts. <laughs> so I Somebody heard it tweeted in a song us too. Somebody really? said something about intrusive thoughts in the song. I was listening. I meant to text y'all that, but it was a wild weekend. <laughs> um, but somebody, it was in a song I heard. Somebody said something about intrusive oh, thoughts. Oh, I hope you remember and, uh, it because that to me was funny. Somebody tweeted us and said, I, every thought is an intrusive thought for my ass. Wow. Like, I'd be having weeks like, like that, that too. Okay. Depending on my stress levels, definitely be like that. Hey, HBCU fam, get ready to turn up the energy. McDonald's and the Thurgood Marshall College Fund have $1 million in scholarships at 53 HBCUs for 66 brilliant students. This year, you could be one of them. But time is running out. Did we mention the $1 million in scholarships? Apply by March 27th at tmcf.org. Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today this week's episode is a dustin ross production we have no idea what we're getting into oh yes you, you do honey <laughs> from the psych bag to the psycho bag here we go <laughs> <laughs> it is um, the true crime Uh-oh. yeah it is a story Uh-oh. time this week oh, part Part true crime. I'm not sure that there was an actual crime committed from this, but it's just a really cool, um, crazy ass story that I feel like people need to know about because not enough people know about it. We didn't heard we of Jamie those. Fox. We didn't heard of unfortunately Julia Fox at this point, which I'm still <laughs> mad about. So I figure we need to talk about a couple of other foxes. Have either of the two of you ever heard of Maggie and Kate Fox? Now they some old no. homes. This happened back in the 1800s. So <laughs> no, it's a, a story. We go into the history channel. Too many foxes. Okay, this week. All right. <clears throat> well, I'm about to put you up on game on Maggie and Kate Fox, who are actually sisters. What did the fox okay? say? At, uh, I'm about to tell you, it ain't what they said, it's what they said. They saw. Them. Oh, God. More on that in a minute. Um, so back in March of eighteen forty-eight. Okay. This is how far back we going. Eighteen. Um, so I don't even have to tell you they was white because I mean, in order for anybody to be doing anything in eighteen forty eight other than a chore, you had to be what white. Okay, so it's just the way it was. Okay, so um, at this point in eighteen forty eight, sisters. Okay, Maggie and Kate Fox. Maggie was fourteen. And Kate was 11 years old, all right? 
And this story takes place in Hydesville, New York. Now that's up. You know where Hydesville, New York is. It's upstate New York where things happen. Okay. Oh, I know they said cross the chain. We took your chain. We cross that bridge, but up in bridges of Madison County ass bridges up north in uh, upstate New York. You got to tuck your chain into because it goes down. <laughs> all right. As you can see. So they was in Highville, New York. Okay. In a tiny one bedroom cottage. Okay. In the hamlet of Highsville, New York. Now I'm not too sure what hamlet means in context of neighborhoods, but to me, it sounds like the white hood. Okay. Maybe like the white projects of Highsville. That's what that area, the hamlet of Highsville was. So, but it was March of 1948. Now, this time in particular <laughs> had <white> been <laughs> the Hamlet. It says they was in the Hamlet of Hydesville. And also, let me credit this information. This uh, information that I'm sharing with you comes from um, a story, an article called In the Joints of Their Toes, uh, written by Edward Wright, uh, November 4th, 2016. Um, and like I said, this is about the Fox sisters. And it comes from his uh, book, The Lives of Others, uh, which actually at this time was a monthly series about unusual, largely forgotten figures from history. So mm. I know we know about the black hidden figures, but I'm about to tell you about a couple white ones too. I don't call them ghosts either. I'm just saying it was white people from a long time ago. <laughs> okay, so here we go. <laughs> so you know the vibes. It's 1848, you know what I'm saying? Everything is <laughs> everything is like stop. candles you know and rides. <laughs> yeah, you know, everything. Ain't no street light. All the lights is flames and, you know... Everything is wood, heated up, and you know, it's, you know, it's back in the day or whatever. So, like I said, they were sisters. This was in a one-bedroom cottage. Now, at the time, it was a lot going on in this house. Okay, all month long of the month of March in 1848, this family had been plagued by thuds and cracks that were loud enough to like wake them up in the nighttime and even in the pre-dawn silence. And you know how quiet it'd be in the morning. Can you imagine how quiet it was outside back in March of 18 fucking 48? <laughs> Okay, wasn't shit going on outside. Um, Horses. <laughs> so, but whatever was happening in this house was loud enough to wake the whole damn family up. So, uh, by the evening of March 31st, the end of the month, John and Margaret, okay, Margaret, who was the oldest sister, or excuse me, Margaret was the mother of the of the two sisters, Maggie and Kate, and John was the father. Okay, by this time, the end of the month, they had had it. They like all month noise. We've been hearing this loud thud, knocking sound. We're about to fucking lose it. Everybody's going crazy. So at this point, they were like, look, y'all ain't getting no sleep. Y'all go to bed early tonight. They sent the two daughters up to bed at six o'clock in the evening to like catch up on their rest or whatever. Mm -hmm. And to allow the parents to, you know, just have a little, basically a little free time just for them or whatever to relax. Well, as soon as them little girls got up there between the sheets, the noises started happening again, and it actually was referred to as reverberating through the cottage. It wasn't nothing but one bedroom, so I imagine it was like a New York apartment, you know what I'm saying, that they was living in or whatever. And you do hear shit from the next room, like in the other room in a one-bedroom apartment, you know. So that, it was loud. You hear to, everything to, in to New say. York. Okay. <laughs> I can hear people flushing toilets when I lived in my So imagine life. if we was in the hamlet, okay? <laughs> exactly. The hamlet of Highsville. So anyway... You could hear this noise like through the floorboards, through the ceilings, everything. And it came louder and louder and just knocked. And it seemed like wherever in the cottage that the little girls went, these mysterious sounds would follow them or whatever, as if they were being followed by like an invisible force. So here comes the conversation of like, what is this knocking? What is this 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 force or this spirit or whatever energy that's following these girls? And you right? said these girls aren't so, ghosts. 
Yeah, no, they little. They just was old white. They was eight no. you know, little girls in eighteen forty eight. White women, you know what I'm saying? Little women. So okay. <laughs> so the mama at this point, she had had her wits in the mama Margaret. She thought she felt like something demonic was going on, and at this point, she told her husband, "Look, you got to go out here and get our neighbors and figure out what the fuck going on, or else I'm cutting everybody off." The mama had had it, you know what I'm saying? So the father went out into the neighborhood to get like the neighbors to try to come help or whatever. Well, that night, the little girl's bedroom was crowded with all the people who stood, you know, they had, like I said, in the candlelight, because there wasn't no kind Edison back then, you know what I'm saying? It was just candles. And so it was all these people, like, in the room or whatever, like, trying to figure out what was going on. Um, And they would hear these cracking sounds or whatever echoing around them. So this neighbor who was around them or whatever started asking questions and, 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 in, in reply to the question, it was here. It sounded like basically the noises were responses to the questions that this man was asking, right? What? Yeah, they felt like the knocks or the rapping that like they would call, you know, like rap <laughs> on a window pane or whatever. They felt like that sound, they were then uh, associating it with an answer to whatever questions that this guy was posing or whatever, right? <laughs> So slowly, and now mind you, the mamas thought that they was already on some demonic. Because he right? already said so the, that the girls wasn't ghosts, but now he's saying some ghostly stuff is happening. So now I'm just sitting up here like, well, so was their parents the ghost? Like I'm just I'm putting two and two together too soon and getting ten. Yeah, so I'm just like, you know the little the, the, the formulas and shit. I'm I'm trying mm-hmm. to do it early, so sorry. And just here's a here's a formula and a hiddle, or, or, or a hiddle, which is a hint and a riddle put together, right? Okay. Wait till I put 10. Oh, God, no. It's going to be 10 on 20? Jesus. Now, okay. Okay, where's my spot? Here we go. So anyway, so as this story, as this like conversation starts to grow legs that these girls have access to some sort of like spiritual realm element that is responding to people's questions, um, you know, people start talking about how, where, and why, and it comes up that... um, in this same house that they lived in or whatever, there had been a murder, you know what I'm saying? That uh, it was a 31 year old peddler who had been murdered for $500 and then buried beneath the house by a previous tenant. So some, they tried to say he had owed or stole $500 or whatever. They killed him, buried him under the house. So now these people are believing that this rapping noise is the spirit of that man or whatever, responding to people's questions and shit. So at the time, nobody in the room had any idea who the victim might have been or whatever. Um, But the Foxes had an adult son named David. So he was the girl's older brother. And he said that they should run through the letters of the alphabet and allow the spirit to spell out words. So this is when they created the Ouija board. board. Okay. And nobody had asked the spirit to give its name or whatever. So later on, people said that there was there was, in fact, a young peddler who had passed through the house one day some years ago or whatever. But they couldn't say exactly when, blah, blah, blah. So that's the story that they attached to this to try to make it seem like these girls were able to conjure up like the spirit and shit. Right. So this as when while all of this is going on. Right. Um, there's like a lot of shit going on in the news at the time. There were revolutions across Western Europe. The Mexican and American war had come to an end. The gold rush was going on in California, but here over in rural New York, New York, where this situation was actually taking place, this was like basically national news level, like (laughs) popularity. Like people could not believe that these two little girls had this situation. So that foxes have an older daughter named Leah fish, right? She's their older sister or whatever. 
she gets wind of what's going on and shit, right? And um, somebody had read about it from the newspaper, an excited pupil of hers had read about it from the newspaper. She was a music teacher. So one of her students read about it in the newspaper, it got word to her and she became perplexed. So she went back home to the family house and the foxes had all left the house and went to the older brother David's house in a neighboring village to escape the crowds of people because they people had begun to believe that these little girls had contact with the dead basically at this point right we're going somewhere with this just stay with me (laughs) so once leah sees this is going on that there's so much hype around this situation that they had to leave from their old house and go somewhere else to their to her brother's house for them to be away from the crowd and protected she was like okay listen she was a little bit more worldly than her parents you know what i'm saying and more like with the times even back in 1848 in April at this point. So she she quickly assessed that her siblings were like, you know, faking it, basically. Leah was like, something's fishy. Like, y'all little bitches, did. y'all ain't talking to no ghosts. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's going on? So the right. girls, Maggie and Kate, admitted to the older sister that they had perfected the art. Are y'all ready for this? of cracking their toes with no perceptible movement. So basically these little girls could what? lay in the they could lay in the bed still with their toes. Here's the 10 on 20 reference I gave y'all a little <laughs> earlier, right? They could lay in the bed and they crack their toes. Now y'all know I can crack my like I can crack my knuckles and shit, you know. And my toes. Nose, ankle bones, all that shit like like clockwork, right? But I move my actual phalanges, my finger and toes, you know phalanges. what I'm saying, to make the noise. Well, these mm-hmm. little heifers could not, they they could do it without even moving mm-hmm. their toes. And basically that was the thudding and the rapping, the knocking noise that you were hearing was them popping their toes or whatever in this Stop house it. to make this noise. And that's why you heard it every time they went to bed. So they tell, once Leah like pressed them like, all right, uh, Claremont twins, <laughs> what the fuck is the, you know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck is the deal? Like, y'all bitches must got mom and daddy food, but I ain't no slow bitch. I'm a music teacher. I'm around. I done moved out of the, uh, the Hamlet of Hydesville. I know if something is up when I see <laughs> it, like, it what's Hamlet. going on? Yeah, so they told her what was up, right? But peep this. This is where it really gets good. Now, you would think that, you know what I'm saying? So they told her that when when they performed that, when they made their their toes pop in contact with wooden surfaces to, like, amplify it or make it louder, you know, it would be really, really loud or whatever. And that's why it would sound like the the knocking was coming from, like, the other world or whatever. What the fuck? So so they told her. Now, you would have thought. I don't know how they figured this out. That's my first question. Peep gang. Because, you know, badass kids doing shit. They was, you know, four years apart, 14. They like, oh, did you hear that? Yeah, just bad laughing about it farting on each other you know kids do that kind of stuff it's kids shit you and your cousins i can't tell you how much shit we did knocking each other playing thumps and shit all that shit making noise it's just children's stuff so peep you would think that her sister their sister would be older you know and mad about it or whatever she wasn't you know what this motherfucking she is his older too. sister look she said she realized that maggie and kate had in the joints of their toes the potential to change the fortunes of the Fox family forever. So with her entrepreneurial sharpness, (laughs) Leah moved herself, Maggie, and Kate into a house in Rochester, New York. Okay. Oh, come on, Rochester. Look, moved them in a house in Rochester, New York, where for a dollar each, visitors could attend a seance with them. Okay. Basically, now to me, 
You call it what you want. It's the same concept of a whole house, a whore house. <laughs> If that's what you really want to call it, like <laughs> basically dollar make you holler, good time, oh you know what I'm saying? Like whatever. So that's what she did. She said, So these were the that. first spiritual scammers. Is what Do you hear what them. I'm trying to tell you? First Bali bras. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so look, so okay. So, so, and I'm a stand on it. You tell him Dustin said that that ain't come from nobody on the show, but me. He said you tell him. <laughs> I'm out of now. Here. I have to go. <laughs> the rest of the That's what they said. <laughs> now, okay. <clears throat> all right, y'all. So, of course, this was like an instant hit. Like people was coming from all over because remember what level this news story was on at this time. It was the talk of the towns up, so it was everywhere. So people started pouring in, right? The sisters got super, super famous as spirit mediums, and the fame Fritz spread so spread rather so quickly that they started performing to packed theaters in New York, New England, and wow. beyond. Okay, and yes, friend, this did mark a shift in the popular attitudes toward the paranormal. This sort of like normalized wow, people. How embarrassing! Exactly right. <laughs> that that's what it took to make people have you know whatever you get the third eye open. Turned into you know a goddamn circus. Wow. So, Shout out to them. <laughs> most of the people who they basically became like show business celebrities. Most of the people who came to see them were happy to believe that these girls were the real deal. Even though Maggie in particular of the two, she was subject to a little bit of abuse um, to from people who thought that she was like a fraud or a heretic. You know what I'm saying? Like this the older sister. Yeah. The, not, not Leah, the older one, but Maggie, the older of the two girls who, why did the, they? Yeah. Why did they single her out? Just because the older one seems to be more distrustful. You know what I'm saying? Back then, people's eyes were so limited. Like the little one, yeah, but that big one, she got some fun. She might know. You know, <laughs> that's how they felt. So basically, she was basically she was open to more scrutiny than mm. the younger one. You know, got or whatever. Um, so in Troy of New York, she uh all she uh, all she also was almost um, the victim of a kidnapping by a group of men who were offended by the sister show. So there were a lot of what people who fuck? were opposed to this. Like, we got to take them down. You know, the, the MAGA people, they was alive back mm-hmm. then, too. Already. Like, our country, not in our land. You know, they wanted to <laughs> take them girls out, send them to the afterlife, and be like, well, have your conversations over there. Then. <laughs> so that was the attitude. So... Um, even in as early as November of 1849, people tried to bring the quote unquote circus to an end, including the girls now, Maggie and Kate, because at this point they're tired of it. So that when in one of the paid appearances that they had, when people were asking them to basically do like the Ouija board thing and take the letters, guess what they spelled out with their feet? Bitch. <laughs> basically, <laughs> it says, they spelled out, we will now bid you farewell. That's what they spelled out. Yeah. So they they was like on some Britney shit, free us. They were sick of it. They didn't want to do it no more. They were and that's like, how they retired? This is what, this, this is the equivalent of Prince writing slave on his face. <laughs> this is what they did. They took their toe joints and said, well, bitch, pop, 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 pop. We will, you know, we bid you farewell. This remind me of um, Jaden XD saying, "Are they spiritual healers or are mm-hmm. they light skinned?" And <laughs> okay. In, and in this case, okay. <laughs> so, so, <Jerks. laughs> so after um, 
after uh, they did that, after they pulled that last um, bit and spelled that shit out with their feet, you know, for two weeks, basically, they were swatted. Sonsy muted his mic. Because <laughs> he's still laughing. Thanks to XDJ, light-skinned and unemployed. <laughs> You can hear XD saying it, right? So are they spiritual healers? Are they? <laughs> I just, <laughs> as you said it, exactly. I felt the cadence and the breath and everything from XD. Oh, now you can hear it. I'm just saying. <laughs> the people want to know. You know XD. <laughs> okay. Okay. So speaking of the people want to know, right? So. For two weeks, that worked for them, right? They was like, you know, basically that bought them two weeks of chill time until their sister, big sister almighty, the lady's pimp, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> she started tapping her wrist like, well, I guess they didn't have wrist watches. What did she have? She seemed a little dikey to me. She probably had like a, a pocket watch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Running my Barker, my Rainey's Black Bottom ass. She probably had a pocket watch that she looked at and tapped it on the ass. It's like, you bitches got to get up and get back on that stage and, and, speak, and speak to somebody, God damn it. So, oh, Jesus. So, um, but they had already, by this point, they had set this, they had set rather this juggernaut into motion. By 1850, this rapping or, or knocking of uh, this knocking noise representing communication with like the dead, it had become like a nationwide craze. Um, what? Yeah, magazines had reported that there were People 40 were families. Bored. In upstate New York, who claim to have the same gifts. Now, first of all, you know how people are. Even back then, it was haters that was buying. Well, shit, me too. You know what I'm saying? They they was like, well, I hear it too. Shit, knock knock, pop pop goes my mind too. That's basically <laughs> what started happening. And so, the uh, New Haven Journal in October reported that there were 40 families in upstate New York that had these same gifts, and hundreds more, ranging from Virginia to Ohio, started popping up. Um, popping toes too. Um, these, yeah. Um, and so for these sisters, this phenomenon of spiritualism emerged not as some shadowy occult practice, but as an exciting way of reconciling the ineffable mysteries of the soul. So their thing wasn't really like, they was really like, basically, if you ask us a question, we can interpret it, you know, the answer through whatever the fuck. And they would just pop their toes and come up with that because they were frauds. I am blown sister, at this, this popping toes shit. Like, what the fuck are we talking about? Ain't this about? crazy? Have you been to a, a, a medium crazy. or a spiritual advisor or any of that? I wish they had a recording. Of course. Who are you talking to? Me? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> I want to see what Dustin was going to say. I knew that. Well, you know, I know, Dustin, I know, I know, I know. I ain't been a... I can't even watch the Thriller video, man. Oh, man. Come on, man. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, you know I, I'm tough on, on dry land. In water, <laughs> bodies of water, and bodies of the other world. Look, y'all got it. You know what I'm <laughs> bodies saying? Bodies of the other world. Y'all got it. I ain't even, even going to fight. I ain't, I'm not going to put up a fight. We can get along. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Because I respect you. I don't bother y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like I definitely I have. But you just have to be mindful. Like, obviously, I ain't going to stop for the ones that be uh, tapping you on toes. 42nd Street. But see, ain't that the problem, though? It's hard to tell whenever someone would... You need referrals. But, like... Mm-hmm. Referrals. But like it needs to be referred referrals? to you by someone that... 
Because sometimes you meet somebody yes, you know. and you're like, oh, why the hell am I meeting you here? But then the energy or something just feels like a safe zone or something. It's like, I don't know this person. So why am I meeting you here? And you feel like you got a message for me. Why am I actually trying to receive it? Like, sometimes I do think to myself, and sometimes I'm like, oh, I could just walk away right now. Like, and I do. But then there are actual times where there does right. feel like, or seem to be some sort of connection. I'm like, well, this ain't no, like, sexual attraction. They do that on TikTok, so did you, like, though. Learn how to manipulate There's literally... your eyes? There's literally on TikTok these spiritual, quote unquote, spiritual readers Prison, who be like, unquote. who be like, if you're seeing this, <laughs> this is a message. <laughs> this is a message you need. I'm like, no. it's a feed. <laughs> it's an aggregated fucking feed. Don't try to tell me that my spirit and your spirit connected for you to send me a TikTok fucking message. I'm going to tell you what get on my nerves. First of all, I came over here to have sex. Why don't be trying to talk to me about spiritual matters? We are smoking weed. We getting ready to sin like a motherfucker. I don't even. Why are you, you talking sound to like me about that? Every man I know. Why are you talking to me about that? Like, n- excuse me. Like, it yeah, works. Just, for the that's way. what I'm tired. Of. <laughs> <laughs> right, we gonna do it anyway. But I just—that's what I be so tired. Of. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So back to the first city, back to the county girls. That's what they had. They wouldn't know cities was the county, county girls. girls. 1848. Okay. The Hamlet Healers. Okay, so a lot of stuff happened, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Lots of advances. So I'll basically just tell you how Wait, the how story long, ended. How up, long did right? they perform? Do you have that on hand? Yeah, this is a life career. They did this their entire okay? lives? They become like... They become. Let me they just started at eleven. Little. Well, the youngest was eleven. I don't know if there was like a get out game. So, Somebody decided to open a coffee shop. They just kept scamming. Uh I mean, that a coffee shop. So Maggie, Maggie. By the time she was seventeen, she met a man named Elisha Kane. E L I S H A. So all y'all that thought y'all was the first one naming your daughter Elisha, you not. This man's name was oh, Elisha Kane. Eighteen fifty two. But he was a famous Arctic explorer, and she um, entered into a strangely fraught, long-distance romance with him for years. Um, She clung to the hope of being proposed to him, but he never did. So she she basically, you know, she said she was his common-law wife. He ended up dying. She never had kids. You know, so, like, you know, I had no yeah. idea we were gonna go any of these places. <laughs> she not, she never got no money from it. It just, you know, so she ended Damn. up. Wow, not she, her and Alicia needing to be on ready to love. <laughs> she ends up. He died. He once he died. You know what I'm saying? And never married her and shit. Damn, she ended up. Bro. Her life, you know, veered down the wrong road. Wrong road. And she started drinking. Um, and the more she drank, the more unfit she became for dealing with life and the oh, further no. she drifted from everything. So this made her drink, not scamming people yeah. Oh, yeah. from yeah. 11 to that 17. Because it, it was up and stuck at that point. You know what I'm saying? Like, whatever. I so, wonder okay. how much money they made. Does it, does it say the fortune that they amassed from this fucking... Well, peep gang. Peep they gang. The Fox Theaters. Because that's in, what, six in years? In 1888. Okay, in 1888. So remember, this started in 1848, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? So in 1888, what the? she's like 54, right? <gasps> 40 years after the childhood prank that changed her life, Maggie collected herself sufficiently, okay? Because remember, she was out here bad, right? Mm-hmm. So she collected herself to make a public confession. 
there were now millions, millions of confirmed spiritualists across the planet. Okay. Um, but it was hard for Maggie to believe that, you know, it, it, she just couldn't believe that things had gotten so far out of her control that now this was a whole old phenomenon that people is a whole right. industry. Right. Yeah. She would have made a killing on Twitter. So she did a show <laughs> at, um, she did a show at the New York's Academy, New York's Academy of music. Okay. She did a show, um, and she gave a confession that was fulsome and emotional. And she had a full demonstration of how her and her <gasps> sister performed with the trick with toes. their toes. Oh, yeah. Kate, the other sister, who at this point, who at this point was also a widow with a drinking problem, she sat in the audience and confirmed everything that Maggie said. Leah, big Mm -hmm. pimpin', cufflink Leah, that's what we're going to call her, cufflink Leah. (laughs) (laughs) For some reason, she seemed like she had cufflinks, okay? (laughs) So cufflink Leah, okay? She rolled her eyes and dismissed her sisters as wanton attention seekers who put their grubby material desires before the truth and righteousness. This was substantiated by the fact that Maggie had been paid $1,500 for the performance. Now, at that time, at 1888, which I brought that up to, re- to answer your original question. Influences are getting that now. <laughs> $1,500 in 1888. Shout out to them. Fifteen hundred dollars was a lot of money in nineteen eighty eight. So in eighteen eighty eight, that's like, I mean, wow. I wonder what Drake that would money. be right. with okay. the inflation. Drake money. <clears throat> so, of course, this is true. Anyway, so the sister Leah said, "Well, look, they didn't pay the bitch to do this. That's how you know they paid her to say that confession. She got fifteen hundred dollars. You know what I'm saying? The bitch lying or whatever. So, Ooh. um." After this, you know, but it, it it nothing happened. But other than the sisters ended up cutting Leah off, so she was loud and wrong for nothing. The sisters was done with her; they was done with it. Maggie died in eighteen ninety five, so about Damn. seven years later, she died. She was a bitter and broken woman who had relied on the kindness of friends and acquaintances to keep a roof over oh, her wow. head. So she had blown through the money drinking and kind of like you know fucked it up. So whatever. they blew that money. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, um, and the same thing happened like with Kate. Damn, so. I was gonna say at least they had each other, Maggie and Kate. But damn, because I thought you was gonna say to I thought end. you was gonna say uh, Kate was sitting there at the show and then she got up on stage and started fighting toes together or some shit. But she was like, but she was like, <laughs> it's true. So the point, right? The point of all this, I just wanted to share this story with y'all, just the the general, because you know you take a nugget from everything, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So the point of all this is to stick with the lie. Whatever you lying about, if you're cheating on your wife or your husband, you know what I'm saying? If you are embezzling money, you know, all the things that people are getting caught up for lately, just stick it out, plan it out, stay the course. Put 10 on 20. I'm just amazed that they got away with cracking their toes and turning it into an industry for that many years. 11 until the age of 50 something. And then drink it all the way. I know dying that way is tragic. Yeah, but I know that's a tragic way, but they would sound happy. No? (laughs) You know, and I know they were drinking top shelf moonshine. I don't get happy, (laughs) but I do always, and this might sound bad, I kind of always respect people that kind of I don't want to say give up, but are just careless enough to say, fuck it. Like, like maybe to some extent they were like, I did live, you know, I did do whatever the fuck I wanted. 
fuck whatever this shit is right now. And they were just able to resume within themselves of being raggedy for years until they died. You know what I think it is. Hmm. They feet hurt. Damn, you ever wore some shoes? How long can hurt. you last? Think think about it. You put a time limit on anything when your feet are uncomfortable. <laughs> You'd be like, I can only wear them I shoes for 20 minutes. Like I love them, but I can wear them shoes for two hours. Would and have you have you ever cracked your toes? Mm-hmm. All it's the time. like have like y'all ever thing. experienced this thing? It's um it creates an anxiety. Like you feel like you have to crack it again. And then mm-hmm. you have to crack it again. And it's like you're never satisfied with the last crack. And it creates this like fucking vortex of obsessive, fixated cra- uh, toe cracking. And I'm just so I'm very, mind- yeah. <laughs> I'm very mindful of falling into that fucking vortex. I don't know if anyone else has that weird, like, let me not call it weird, but it's just an anxiety that sometimes kicks up with shit Baby, like Michael that. Jackson made a song about it. Don't stop till you get enough. <laughs> Okay, so I cracked my toes. It happened to me last week, and I fell into this obsessive cycle of my toe. I was like, oh, God, this is what I get. So I'm amazed that they created a career. It does, but then you want (laughs) again, and then you need another one. That's how they knew they had a hit on their feet. (laughs) (laughs) They had a hit on their feet with this one. (laughs) I wanted you guys to know the story of Maggie and Kate Fox. So just some interesting... you know, Kooky. old mess for y'all. Ye old, old white that mess. Was ye old mess. Y e o l d e. There we go. Episode title. Y e o l d e mess. Ye old mess. Not o l d e. Ye old mess written yeah. down. Where's From Victoria? Okay. The one she always uh. She uh, recaps our episodes, and whenever I don't name it what I said, she'll be like, failed. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm like, damn, I'm human. So shout out to them and their feet, you know what I'm saying? Um, I think that was the, the inspiration for Escape Song, just kicking it. <laughs> <laughs> Kick I off your you. shoes and relax your feet. That's all them bitches wanted to do. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but Leah, Cuff Link Leah, you know what I'm saying? She was the real villain of the story. I like how she was like, fuck it, we doing this to the end. She took that lie it's funny with her. That she, she put that cigarette in her mouth. It's funny that she like took her sisters her away and we open. haven't heard nothing about the parents. It's like, she was like, oh, bitch, we ball. <laughs> Y'all staying in Hamlet. Yeah, that <laughs> like, kind of killed me. She just was like, she's like, she's like I'm taking my sisters. Y'all uh, having people in their bedroom. We deserve a whole house. And a whole tour. That's she created, right. um, she had the first uh, influencer content creation house. <laughs> she was the first manager. She was the first <laughs> professional manager of an entertainer. Cufflink Leah, the Hype untold house. story. Un- she need an unsung. She <laughs> <laughs> an unsung for Cufflink Leah. <laughs> Did they have pictures of them? No. Were there any images? No, no, no cameras. I'm Nothing sure there are some that exist. I have to look them up. But I was just so caught up in the words that they was toe cracking. I just had to share them with y'all. <laughs> I am going to look up for some, look to see some pictures though. The little toes. At least by the time they were old, I'm sure people had some. Mm-hmm. Maybe they were so uh, scared to be exposed that they were like, "We can't take pictures." <laughs> and they went out. They died in their fifties and shit, so they died kind of young. Oh, you they know were what young. Saying? Yeah, true. True. Well, it was fifty? Yeah, young like back maybe then. for them times, it was like that's a maybe lot. Of, that's that's old for living. them because we're getting yeah, we're living longer as time passes. 
50 was probably hard. <laughs> you said hard living. <laughs> it was because, you know, bone marrow and shit was different back then. The diet was different. They didn't shower. Yeah. They didn't, no. yeah. The toilet's actually flush back then. You know they had a no. six toe. <laughs> that was Cro-Magnum foot ass. But no wonder they could crack their toes for a living. <laughs> the bitch has, she had six on one. <laughs> this is the friend zone. Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today let's bring in the wind <laughs> so this week's episode funny enough this week's wellness segment i should say is a beauty <laughs> it's a beauty segment um i feel like we haven't done beauty or skincare in a minute um mm-hmm. i wanted to talk about these y'all see these those of you that are watching on patreon gummies look like edibles no, that would be something. No, it's a brand's called Good Molecules. And these okay. are <clears throat> caffeine energizing hydrogel eye patches. Mm. I'll show you guys, those of you that can watch. It's cute because it comes with Kidney this. So you don't shape. have to put your finger into it. It's for your eyes. Yeah. You see, you can kind of see. Oh, I'm going to need that. Yeah. You watching. Yeah, you take uh, one out and it's a hydrogel patch and it's caffeine. So caffeine infused, I should say. And honestly, they're the perfect pick me up. Okay. It's called Good Molecules. Um, the patch is like $18. So it's a little bit, you know, on the pricey side, but you get 30 pairs. So you mm. can do it every morning for at least a month. Um, you can get them on Ulta Beauty, oh, Amazon. God. The way it's described, it says get a bright, wide awake look no matter how much sleep you got the night before. Dustin, party animal, you got one. <laughs> Let me yes, send you Lord. a lifetime supply. My eye got Cap- better. I was like, we out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mad at you. It's caffeine infused hydrogel masks that work to brighten, hydrate, and reduce puffiness around the eyes in just 15 to 20 minutes. Yeah, I need Literally that. the perfect morning pick me up for puffy, tired-looking eyes, especially those of us that tend to be on camera a lot, whether it's meetings. Because I feel like you can't even get a meeting these days without it being on camera. Everyone wants to be on camera. It's so frustrating. And then we record. <clears throat> you know, we have all our Patreon shows. We have this main show constantly on camera. And sometimes it's early, especially for me on the West Coast, depending on when we're starting. So mm-hmm. I started using these. And shout out to our friend, Nikki, Ohio yes. Nikki. She's the one that put me on. I love you, Nikki. Yes. I love Nikki. She always has, like, the best, like, you know, best Things. kept beauty she, secrets. She's, yes. she's just one of those people that just always is up on dope shit. Um, so I... Yes, literally travel. We were just talking about um, the trip the that I'm doing for my birthday. Yeah, she's awesome. A Taurus, of course, because mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. how we and are. And not the Ford, so- <laughs> <laughs> so we had we had been away. I forget where we were. I feel like we were in L.A. Or maybe we were just on Zoom. I don't know. But we mm-hmm. were talking beauty stuff, and she pulled that out. 
Mm. And we were like doing masks while talking <laughs> and doing skincare stuff. And I saw her put this on. I was like, what's that? Put me on. I ordered it, been using it for a couple months now, to be honest, and realized like I need to mention this on the show because sometimes you'll see ads or hear people promote under eye stuff or patches or, you know, caffeine infused uh, hydro gels and it don't do shit. Mm -mm. You know, you'll put it on and literally be like, okay, that was just something to do, but you don't actually look worse when you take it off. Or it looks dried out, Mm -hmm. you know, or it leaves residue. But this, <clears throat> I can honestly say the essence that they created that covers the hydrogel is awesome. It is a pick-me-up. It does brighten. The caffeine absolutely gives you that kind of tightened look that makes the puffiness go down. Right. Definitely worth uh, worth buying. Definitely worth the $18 that you get the 30 pairs. So something <laughs> I wanted to put into your awareness if you didn't That's know about That's less them than $2 already. a treatment. You know what I mean? Like it's, and it's, worth it. Yeah. Yeah, well, Santi, when you use it, let me know what you think. Because honestly, it's like a game changer. (laughs) Everyone I've told about, Mm -hmm. especially now, Mm -hmm. we're tired. Everyone's overwhelmed, not getting the best sleep, you know, or even the best quality sleep. Like he was in a wind tunnel yesterday when I was coming off (laughs) the train. I was like, God damn, he literally looked like it was. I was like, damn. So Life yes, ain't been no crystal there. No, for real. So just wanted to put that into your arsenal too, because I know sometimes we be in a rush trying to get our shit together in the morning, depending on the day we have before. And this uh-huh. is a good way to look fresh faced despite what uh, your night was like. So once again, good molecules, the caffeine energizing hydro gel. IPad. And like Fran said, they're eighteen dollars. But if you get it on Amazon, it's like twenty five. Oh, I already. Oh, I <laughs> you know, just, know. Just, just for those that are like, Amazon. oh, I'm gonna just get it on Amazon. Like, all right, well, you know, if you got it like that, go ahead. But it's a little inflation. Uh, go on Ulta. Ulta oh, Beauty it, should uh, yeah, have Ulta it. Had it in the, or even mm, just the website. the website. Yep, the Good Molecules website. They have a lot of other uh, cool skincare too. So something to check out. Thank you, Nikki, for putting me on because it definitely is a nice little uh, pick-me-up to include in my morning regimen. So that's it. A little quick beauty one this week. Um, now we go back to you, Asante. What you got oh, for us, Mr. Music Man? So much in music. So much I didn't get to talk about last week. So much I'm supposed to talk about this week. Um, so much I didn't even get to watch. <clears throat> uh, I missed the Grammys, so I'm not going to be able to talk about it, but congrats to it. You I did. did. I'm surprised. I know. I know. I had uh, I had a hell of a weekend. I was in uh, Chicago this weekend. I saw Summer Walker twice. First of all, sh- I, Ooh, I saw that on your shout story. out to Mandy Me for making too. that happen. Shout out to Junior and everybody for making it like a movie. Because night one, I had like the see. So I went to Chicago not knowing that I was actually going to <laughs> make it to this show. But I had in the back of my head, I was like, you know what? I might just buy a ticket. Just to be in the back of the room, having a fucking drink and have a good time or whatever. But hit Mandy up at the last minute and she made, she moved some shit around. And the first night I was literally like all access everywhere. It was the shit. And the second night I had uh, a VIP still. So I was like literally in the same section where I got to sit and smoke and got to see some family out there. Shout out to Buddha, who was amazing. It was just dope seeing his ass. Buddha! You saw Buddha? Buddha. <laughs> oh, Buddha! 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 Yes. Buddha. He, he, I haven't seen him in years. What's up, Buddha? So Shout out Buddha. Buddha. He is the shit. That's he's got yes. almost amazing his energy. He's, he told me, he's like, Tuesdays have not been the same without us. 
Tuesdays they have not. We saw Buddha. He just ain't got. He has no idea, but. Chicago was a movie. Shout out to uh, Suki Hana. Suki went to Good Coochie. She was performing. Shout out to... uh, (laughs) You saw Suki? Did you talk to her? I did did not talk to Suki, only because... We my, need to meet Suki. If you listen to this, we mind need to you, meet we you. Mind you, we were dog. sitting in the same spot, and everybody was like trying to smoke up. But the 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 lady, the uh, security lady, was hating at the venue. She was like, you know, no smoking, no smoking. So I was still doing what I needed to do. Yeah. <laughs> I just needed to keep it not hot. So I wanted to go over and talk to her, but I just <laughs> didn't. And, and then the second night, I was up there again, and Ruby Rose and her people were there, and. You know, shout out to Ruby. Well, first of all, I seen her the first night and I was like, damn, Ruby Rose looks fucking gorgeous. She looks like a fucking movie in person and I didn't want to talk to her. So when I saw her the second night and she kept looking over at me because I had, you know, I was sitting in a better spot than she was at. <laughs> and I was getting away with my smoke. Uh, I was like, I was like, Leaks, Nene Leaks. Ruby Rose. I was like, I was like, excuse me, Ruby. And she goes, yeah. And I was like, I love you. She goes, I fucking love you too. And I was like, don't play with me. And she was like, nah, I saw you up there. I love you. Because when she was performing, first of all, she performed my song, uh, Hit Bitches Your Dance. And I was up at the top. I was like, stop looking at my topic. Like, it was just the shit. It just was lit. I had space, so I didn't feel all of the pressures of anything else. I had space to, like, you know, dance, sing, be emotional with Summer Walker. It was a great time. How was Summer? Summer did she do the good songs? Summer did, like, every song I ever wanted. <laughs> like, first of all, it, her set was dope. Did she do constant bullshit? She did bullshit. constant bullshit. Um, she had these, like, three screens, like, one in the, the middle and then two on the sides pushed to the back. And it was just dope how on the screens, like, sometimes it would be, like, floating water in different colors or these really cool patterns. Or um, <clears throat> there was, like, the Cardi B interlude, which she played. She had, like, the iPhone up there uh, playing the voicemail. It was just a really, mm-hmm. it was a really, really nice show. For me, personally, I could honestly... Cause she did a little bit of everything. She had like you know, uh, stretch to the side of the side, uh, side to side summer, and then there was also like sit and play the guitar summer. I honestly could watch Aww, sitting and play the guitar summer all night, but I also live for it. Okay. Summer, she was performing. Oh my god, uh, damn, what's my song? Oh, she, when she was doing insane, you know, she was going back and forth, <gasps> and she was doing the brunts. <laughs> oh my god. I really want to see and see. Yo, live. did she do? Um, first of all, I want to your mama. She should have whipped yep. her. Ooh. <laughs> Mind Ooh. you, some of them songs she didn't even like have to perform. Some of them she was like, it will play, and the audience. And everybody just started singing. And mind it. you, we all looking at each other. That's how you know you got it. We hit. looking at each other, not knowing, <laughs> talking about <laughs> ain't nothing gay, but like we, like we just going to hell and jail about each other for no reason. Like it was just a great show. Some, so I dope. love Summer Walker. Honestly, I might go see her again somewhere else. She's on. So this is it a is tour? a tour, on, and honestly, did it come to Portland? Things already? have been touch and go still because of COVID or people's health issues or whatever. So the first time I tried to go see Summer Walker, she was uh, opening for Black, and Black has an amazing show, by the way. But when I got there, Ari Lennox was there because Summer wasn't doing it anymore. But it was still amazing to see Ari Lennox. So I'm uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. I was like, I was like, damn, Summer not here, but Ari's still here. We party. Um, so it's good to see. It's good that I've got to enjoy both of them multiple times at this point. But I will always go to a Summer Walker show if I have the opportunity. So, Oh, she's I doing Broccoli Fest. Look who just texted me. <laughs> Hexy. 
<laughs> Look who it's you know too, it's though. going to be ratchet. <laughs> so it's me, XD, and Jade in a group message. What you think? Terrible. Already something bad. Te- if that, if that, if that group chat ever got exposed, please. Um, she's doing broccoli fest. Remember, Remember I broccoli love summer. Fest? Summer Walker is. But May seventh and eighth, Saturday and Sunday, she'll be at Broccoli Fest. I want to go. And then she's doing Roots Picnic too in June. I want to. I might go. need to go to all of them. Shout out Broccoli Fest. Shout out Roots Hell Picnic. Yeah. We, I'm ready to work. So if y'all want me to like host or some shit, y'all got tickets for us. Like we good. Okay. Shout out to festival Let's go. season. That's a lot of love concerts. That. Oh, lucky day. Ooh, Broccoli love City. lucky day. Yeah, he's he's doing like a little bit of touring because he's has hella cities under his. Yeah, there are a lot of artists on tour right now, so I hope everybody gets to go out and enjoy. Quinn is on tour with JoJo right now. Um, Shout out to Quinn! Shout out to Quinn! So much. We love Um, Quinn. There's so many people out on the road right now. I really wish and hope I can catch. Yeah, I missed. I missed when Quinn came. Fucking Robert Glasper came. Damn. I missed that, which it was a whole like Portland jazz fest that was happening that week. I missed all of it because my schedule was silly. Um, Who else did I miss that came? Oh, and Fur. Do y'all know Fur? P-H-E-R. He actually opened for Robert Glasper on that. He's dope. Dope. Okay. Dope artist that works with Jesse Boykins, old friend of ours. And then um, who else came? And then I couldn't get tickets to Jasmine Sullivan because it literally sold out (laughs) within seconds. Two-time Grammy Award Do you know what I would do for some Jasmine Sullivan passes or something? I wanted to go so bad. And then I didn't want to like... Cause everyone was like, "Oh, you should just ask." I'm like, yeah. I, "I just, I don't I know why I hate doing, doing that. that. I never do I that. Hate doing it. I don't. I can't I do it. it. I'm I, so I lazy." But you know what, friend? I don't want. Because I, I don't want you to go out your way, like, and I don't want to be that person. And if someone offers it to me, right. that's one thing, obviously. Yeah. But I'm not the person that's gonna be like, "Hey, like, and, yeah. and you know, friend." I don't know. <laughs> Look, this is it's it's so funny that you say that because when Mandy got me, uh, she got me in for the show. It was just for the first night. But there was so much like running mm-hmm. around a hoopla that happened around me getting in. I was like, the next day I was like, oh, well, at least let me, you know, send a thank you to people that got me into the show. So I was like, you know, thanks for, you know, coming to get me last night for the Summer Walker show. It would be so dope to see her again tonight. <laughs> and I didn't want to be that guy, right? <laughs> but then there were like two passes for you tonight. And so then I was thinking to myself, man, this is crazy. I get to go again tonight. But it, it's I'm going to have to be out in the audience tonight. I don't know. Not that I, I felt bad that I was going to do that because it, it's always good to be in the room. And for me, I was just going to go by the bar and drink. But then I got there, my passes were for the same spot. And I was just like, God, if you could just <laughs> smile upon me like this all of the time, I would just. And I was a lot of people. It I saw was you. I a, a lot of people. people. And am I tripping or was this standing? It was standing Everyone room. was standing? There, and there, there was see, an upstairs section I'm where you could old. sit. And then... I can't do people, standing no more. I last maybe an hour yeah. and a half tops Fran, if I'm standing. I promise I you, I had to, to have go. like a whole conversation with myself when I was there. Like, I, I did I travel for a standing room only show? Like, like is everything okay? I like, I had to do... Dustin, remember when we went to see um, Hiatus Coyote and it was me, you, and Jade, and it was standing room. Standing room <laughs> only. And it was they late or what happened? Is something was going on with it was the show was just like taking Extend- longer. The delay was extended. Yeah. 
I remember that. But I also remember Madison, Maddie McFerrin. I was McFerrin like, Dustin, I don't think I can last. Before, yes. And that helped us out because she was so dope. Because she was tight. Yeah, but yeah. it's hard, man. The older I get, I don't have it. I remember I almost missed the whole <laughs> internet. <laughs> you just made, I forgot about that friend. You remember? So I was like, my feet have expired. What the fuck am I supposed to do? I can't stand here. I was like, I, they got an hour. Well, friend was so over it. It take a lot for friend. People who don't know friend, like it takes a lot for friend to be like over expressively some over something. You might know and like make eye contact and be like, all right, me too type shit. But for friend to be like, look, I'm done. All right, that's the limit. <laughs> It, it was so. That's the internet. Um, it was at what's that <laughs> venue in Brooklyn? Bye bye baby or something yeah, like mm-hmm. that. Y'all know what I'm talking about. It's um, cute. It's um, a cute venue um, with all the lights. Oh, damn, what is it's it? It's something baby. Baby's all right. Baby's all right. Baby's all right. I think yeah. that's what it's called. And it has like the lights in the back. I went to yeah. see the internet. The show started Ooh, at nine, and they didn't come out till one in the morning. I will never forget when you told me that, and I was like, "You want to <laughs> talk about pain?" I and I and it got to the point where by the time it hit one and they came out, I think I probably only saw 15, 20 minutes of the show. That's why Mm -hmm. for a person like me, I have to be able to light up. Like I have to be able to take my mind off the fact. I'm sure that helps. It wouldn't help. I I know. I know. That's why for you it's like I think people wish I could offer you a gummy or something. I don't know, but like for me, that's why I got to be like, uh, all right, well, time is sparkling up because I don't know how long I'm going to be standing here. And so then when you didn't, for me, it was just so great when you, you sparked it up and then your song just starts to play. It's like, oh, well, we here, we all even better. Let's go. But yeah, <laughs> I'm see, sure I that'd be fun. You. I wish I could experience that, but I'm not wired I'd be high, but I'd still be mad than a motherfucker. Like, I, I'm just... <laughs> I'm just calmly calm, mad, but I'm still mad. I'd be a little hell, bad. Yeah. I just try to think about everything, but because for me, once I, I'll be like, I'm high. But once I start thinking about like buckling <laughs> and folding, like when I start thinking about my feet hurting and stuff, I just get real fidgety oh. and, st- and and annoying, and I feel like everybody would then become over it. So I just gotta try to keep the best attitude I can before this shit goes down. And just crack your toes like Maggie uh, and Kate. Yeah, get your toes. <laughs> I'm happy that Portland is a, a tour mm-hmm. stop. Like, I noticed pretty mm-hmm. much everybody stops here. That makes me happy because I didn't want to be so out the way that I don't even get to Anybody, see, like, yeah. live or shows. Drive out. Yeah. So I'm happy about that. It's just hard because people really be buying like, up they some damn tickets. I'm going to have to travel to, like, Salt Lake City or something to see some people. <laughs> like, that's that's what I right? was looking at. I'm like, well, where can I just go to see somebody since y'all just going to buy up, up in New York and Atlanta and L.A. or wherever else I want to be? That's cool. You went to Chicago, though. Yeah, I love Chicago. Chicago. Good ass food. The it, it was the food. The food was good this week. <laughs> it was, uh, the music was good this week. The the people were good. Mm-hmm. Was it? Was it so? It was good? so good. It was a movie. <laughs> Chicago so was it definitely <laughs> a movie. <laughs> again and good. again and My again. Kind of, well, look, look what they say. My kind of town, Chicago, right? <laughs> Shout out to all the people I want to push over that were <laughs> posing in front of the, the front tower. I don't want to say his name because why? Uh, it was just right. crazy oh, yes. to watch people like posing and smile. And I'm just like, I wonder if these are like foreigners like making fun of us or if these are like some of the supporters. I don't care. I want to push all y'all into that water. Like it was just surreal watching that. But I'm sure people, Ew, I guess, do that yeah. one, the one here or whatever. I hope they got shit on by a bird or see <laughs> a nasty ass seagull or something. And <laughs> I know this if they got a direct deposit. Okay. <laughs> okay. And I know that this was not the Chicago segment, but, you know, because it was music involved in Chicago, 
Chicago, you don't know, weed is legal there. So shout out to y'all for that. Okay. Hit up the spits. I didn't know weed was legal in Chicago now. I but did good, not either. Good. And thank the. You saw they're trying to make it legal on a national level. I mean, they might as well. What did it pass the? It passed the, did it pass the Senate, or they're waiting on the Senate? I think. Uh, honey, all I know is it's gonna pass gas before we ever see it pass because it's not. They're not gonna do it. It's too many. You don't think no. so? They really might as well at this point. I feel it was, like it was they, projected to fail anyway. It was projected to fail the second required pass. I don't know why that surprises me so much, but I guess there are hella conservative states that are not going to let that Full fly, but I would have thought they would have paid them the all. The Whenever it do come okay. legal on a national level, that's probably when it's going to crash because the tax on that weed was ridiculous and that's why I will continue to see my weed man. Because I don't care about that cute little package or anything. Y'all can literally give it to me in a little Ziploc baggie. It's just getting smoked. <laughs> Sometimes no. that is the cute little package. You know right. What I'm saying the fact that I'm getting it from the from the connect. No, y'all, I had I had a lollipop. <laughs> oh my god. Wait. <laughs> I think I'm still recovering. I swear to God, I still feel off. Like this was what's today? Today's Tuesday. <laughs> today, friend. <laughs> no, but let me tell you, I swear to God, I licked it maybe four times because I know. I know edibles. I'm not the type that'll like you just go full it. throttle like, with an edible and then and then worry later. I'm gonna like bit by bit, okay, and I'm gonna monitor it. <laughs> I'm gonna audit myself. I'm like, okay, this has gone too far. So I just did five little licks, y'all. I was making a charcuterie board <laughs> in the dark. <laughs> Help me, help me, Jesus. I called help my me, Lord. Prayer, I what? my partner like four in the morning asking him about this cheese. He was like, what? What? Ah. <laughs> he was like, are you okay? I was like, where's the small Gouda? And you know when you have that oh. outer body moment where you're looking at yourself and you're like, oh, I fucked up. <laughs> I'm in the dark <laughs> making the charcuterie board. <laughs> and today is Tuesday and I still woke up a little slower than usual. I was like, that's a motherfucker. God oh damn. God. These things need to be regulated. <laughs> Oh my god, I cannot breathe. And I bought it from a shop. It's not even like and some see, homie shit that's the shop sell off. the more that's why the, the yeah. shop sell like god, the, the more potent of the things, right? So it's like the fact that Yeah, and y'all be bugging out the dude is like, Oh yeah, this is a twenty five gram. I said, Excuse me. I feel attacked. I looked at him like, What happens to you when you eat this? And he started laughing. <laughs> Friend, you said what? What you say, friend? He said it's a twenty-five what? gram. What you say, friend? I said, excuse. I said excuse me. I looked at him like he was nuts. I'm like, so you would eat this? And he was like, well, you can cut it up. You don't have to like eat it all. I'm like, no, that's still dangerous to me. It's a lot of grams. Oh. 25 grams like what has happened oh in your life God. that you can she eat me that she I got mean, me dying right your now, fucking man. nervous system is shot out <laughs> give me three let me tell you something Fran, so you're telling please. me that you can eat a 25 gram 
edible and be fine. No, I can't. What I'm willing to tell you is this, because I don't know, according to federal and state and local law, (laughs) how much information is incriminating, you know? But what I will say is that I think I can handle it. I'm a stand (laughs) Are you telling me you can eat that and be good? I mean, I'm sure I When it comes to edibles... You know how people be like, okay, so eat half the cookie. I've never, I put it to you like this. You just I ain't never it. eaten less than an entire cookie. <gasps> what I've been getting. No. Like if you give me a cookie, okay, eat half. I'm not doing that. I'm finna get high. <laughs> give me the goddamn cookie. I'm no. eating that cookie and then I'm gonna I go need home to my day. ration it out and and and. Asante, how many research. edibles have we then mowed through like a riding lawnmower? <laughs> can, I just say, mowed can I just through say edibles? even before like, that, on. since XD keeps coming up, a long, 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 long time ago, XD took me to some house party where they were selling these. Like, I mean, they were so they were serving. Oh, I don't they play were with serving that. These I weed need brownies. you to be in What's a it, shop, right? Well, <laughs> and I was like, XD, me I've too. Unless I absolutely know. That's why I was like, person. XD, what is? As far as like being at a like party, like if it's one of our no. friends. Like, right. And see, this was right. one of no, XD's friends, and then party. after talking to him for a little while, I was like, oh, okay, I guess you seem kind of all right. Like, but for you, for the most part, I'm not going to just go to the party. Back, they got weed but brownies I don't even here. Cool, like, food at parties, right? I don't eat like pizza, right? You know what I'm saying? So it's not a drug thing. Mind you, they had like actual food here at this party. It's public. Mind you, they had actual food at this party. I guess for people that were going to need it or get the munchies or whatever. But all I know is I was at this party with XD. And nausea, and it was one of the, uh, oh, the, 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 the best nights of my life. I remember being high as fuck off this brownie, and I just remember everything being so funny. There was this girl who was holding her purse everywhere she went, and like holding her plate with her purse like next to it. And me and Naja, we always laughed because this girl, she just remember being like, "Should I get another taco?" I think I'm gonna have another taco. So whenever me and Naja, oh y'all, yo, whenever up. me and Naja see anything that's funny, we'd be like, I'm gonna have another taco, another taco. <laughs> or, or she will be like, I think she need another taco. So, and I think about that all the time. Whenever I think about edibles, I, love I think about XD was like one of the first because it was from that brownie to steaming them goddamn cookies. It was like from there, we just kept. No, kept I've had such in- intense. Yeah, that's exactly the word. Edibles they do. like they to do. tussle, and the I don't play. I don't like or playing the CBD with that. tussle, whichever mm-hmm. one you're doing. I ain't gonna say no names, but a music legend, <laughs> icon, songwriting icon. Okay. Oh, I know who it is. Gave me the best edibles I have ever had in my motherfucking what life. What were they though? Like a oatmeal kind of cookie, Ooh. but the oh, motherfucker no. was green. It was like an oatmeal style cookie, but the bitch nah, was like literally the color of a Sante's hat. Mm-mm. And she, damn, I'm already talking too much. <laughs> but this, this lady, she an older lady too. I'm gonna put it to you like that. <laughs> <laughs> and that to this day, and I'm. I, <laughs> I should reach back out through some through the proper channels just to mm-hmm. see, just to go to another one of them parties and have one of them edibles. Because that motherfucker, when I, I tell you, I thought I could like, I was dancing like like the Jabberwocky. <laughs> I passed. You know what I'm saying? Like I felt like I was like pop like like the fucking Jabberwocky. <laughs> no, I have never had I have never had an edible that didn't tap me on the shoulder and just ruin my day. Wow. Never. Mm. Never. I'm sorry, friend. That we lollipop, even with the lollipop, I was like, it was just a couple of licks. Like, I'll be straight. I just it, was like, so what would have happened if I ate the But wasn't it fun making that charcuterie board? Like, 
If you would have had everything you needed, I bet you. I bet you it was a bomb ass <laughs> bomb ass. If you would have had everything you, you needed, the cuts, it been so the fun. cuts were right. It, hei- it heightens so, everything. Yes. You know, everything's heightened. So obviously, I get even when y'all smoke before y'all eat. Like I get it. It's gonna make the food taste ten times better. But, but imagine if but you would have conver- and the conversation. Imagine if you would have played some music while you was making your board and like really just. I see? was. You was enjoying it. See? <laughs> see? You was. See, you was. Fred made a charcuterie board in the dark. I remember that I have the record player. <laughs> so you was house, really so in the vibe. Was very emotional. See, Fred? Them licks was. Fred, you can't deny how beautiful that moment had to have been when you really no, get into it. No, but you know it. what was funny? The the record player was spinning, and then I I turned on the fireplace, and See? I was sitting on the floor in the living room, and I was like, "This See? is a moment." Friend, 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 <laughs> with my friend. Where the rest of that lollipop at, friend? Like to me, it's See? in the freezer. You still got the wrapper, like the yes. I get the label. Okay, take a picture of it, please. I'm gonna literally send it to y'all because I have never in my life. Because I usually, want a bouquet. Usually I don't care about edibles, <laughs> need, but you're making me kind of want to uh, see how many legs it takes to get to the center of this Tootsie Pop. And then it was a, um, we also got the peppermint patties oh. that they had the same company has. Mm-hmm. And how were those? Let me tell you. Because that peppermint is a, it'll open you up. So I don't let know. Let me tell you, I had a corner of it. Ooh. I had a corner of it and, and we literally sat and debated sexuality for like six hours and there was a moment we were yelling and it was like this and then i was like we're high as a (laughs) motherfucker why are we still arguing about this i love it because it was so crazy when you catch yourself and you realize it because you're in the middle of something that you're like this is entirely too Mm -hmm. intense and does not need to be (laughs) this fucking crazy right now i am high i I, I love this uh this side segment (laughs) it feels like a right this this appreciation segment it's actually my favorite i just wanted to share how beautiful and momentous it was being at the summer walker show and how great it was to have the green with me yeah that must have been legal. i mean it wasn't legal to me but it was legal in the state so to be able to go to a dispensary right there by my hotel and enjoy those uh, beautiful flowers was such a great beautiful moment and speaking of great yes. beautiful moments let me just segue uh into some music and then we're just gonna get through this i'm gonna talk about mm-hmm. a couple artists really quickly i think or maybe just one really quickly and then i'm, I'm gonna get to your listens lately so if y'all want to go in here and cue those up last week we talked about an artist who you all uh know of and love as well and shared with us on the internet I talked about Dochi and her single was so persuasive. Shout out to Carrie from the Love family her. who decides to share with us her visual for persuasive. The persuasive visual Love is Carrie dope. Too. Yes, we love Carrie so much. He is literally the uh, another member of the friend zone. I was gonna say the fourth, but the, you know the, the, it's a rotating Truly. seat, you know, with Maya and everybody else. Um, <laughs> love Dochi. Love the visual. Love the music. I, I'm excited for her future and all of the things that she has to come forward. Uh, it's just amazing to see. Like the song is persuasive. Persuasive. She's, you know, she talks about if there's weed, uh, you know, everything's okay. Like I just love the wordplay, how everything sounds, the futuristic sound of it, and the futuristic look of it. But it's still, you know, a song about, you know, weed. <laughs> so I just love it. I mm-hmm. love her. Love that. Um, loving the blue hair on the black girl. Love the ble- the blonde with the red or orange tips. Like loving everything about Dochi. Loving the aesthetic. Uh, outside of that, Dochi so. Fly. There was another artist that I wanted to. Oh. Yo, shout out to you all for fighting me in my mentions or my Instagram messages. I did not talk about an artist last week who I love, 
But I talk about I talked about them the week before or the week before that, I believe, anyway. But they actually went super hard after I discussed them. I want to quickly shout out Toby Lou. Toby Lou went really, really hard for the month of March. Um, I did talk about how he had dropped some music and I played Yamaguchi, I believe, either last week or I played some of his music. But Toby Lou dropped a bunch of visuals to go along with it. Um, he actually, when he dropped that, this project, which I'm about to pull up now because I'm talking about his ass. Toby Lou, he is one of those artists that just comes out with really good music and sometimes he flies under the radar and sometimes he deletes his fucking music, which pisses me off, but it can why? still be a great marketing ploy in some areas, which I don't know if that's why he does it. I don't think that is why he does it, but... Where is Toby um, Lou from? I believe he is Nigerian, maybe, but I know he lives in Chicago. He's from based out of Chicago. So we'll just go with he's based out of Chicago. Okay. But um, he dropped a project called Non-Perishable, which... He threatened to delete after like a week. So it was Nigeria. Okay, good. Great. I was so happy I got the right. Um I just thank had to you fact so much. check. You know, we are in house production. I, I, I was trying to okay. scroll and keep it moving as I was doing that. <laughs> I had the yes. back, nigga. I'm like, let me just The Nigerian born Chicago race and Los Angeles based rapper and producer. So all of that is on Spotify. Thank you for that, Spotify. Um Toby Lou dropped non-perishable uh earlier in March, I think mid-March. And he was going to delete it after, like, I don't remember if it was, like, 24 hours or a week or some shit. I just knew I had to listen to this project over and over and over again before he decided to get rid of it. Well, he decided to keep it up. So you all, if you want to check him out, get to go enjoy Non-Perishable. And as I said, he went so hard for the month of March, he made plenty of visuals. So you get to see what he's doing if you don't want to just listen to him. Or you can just listen through and find what connects and find a visual to connect that to as well. So Toby Lou, T-O-B-I. L-O-U, two separate and words. His merch, his merch is He always, always comes cute, out with really cute right? merch, whether it's the really cute plushies. Really cute merch. I hate the fact that I could not get a hold of the plushie this time around. Uh, he did a, a cool deal with uh, Urban Outfitters, I think, last time, where he did the, the Buff Baby, which was actually a record of his. Um, <clears throat> he had a Buff Baby plushie that he was selling in Urban Outfitters. I bought a bunch of them, but then I did a bunch of giveaways, and I actually gave out all of them. I'm mad I didn't keep one oh, for myself. No. Oh, man. I just no. wanted people to enjoy Toby Lou. You got to put you I'm first. Not, you got to put you I'm first. Not. Side note, <laughs> real random side note. I was watching Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, and her name was one of the uh, answers, and the person didn't get it. I was like, damn, you're no cookie lion. What a dumbass. dumbass. Um, but yes. <laughs> I got to put me first. Toby Lou, uh, great merch as well. Great artist, uh, great visuals, great wordplay, great production. I love Toby Lou. I respect him so much. I need to go see him on tour. Uh, I also would love to be in the Toby Lou video. I also would love to be styled by a Toby Lou stylist or Toby Lou if he's the one that does the styling. Love Toby Lou. That's all Thank I want to say about these two, those two artists. There are so many more artists that I can talk about, but now I have to fight myself and tussle on who I'm going to play for listens lately. But before I get to that, I want to hear who Fran and Dustin you've been listening to. Starting with you, Fran, I want to know what else you've been listening to besides Cleo Soul in the Dark while making charcuterie boards. <laughs> <laughs> so at some point in the night, I also listened to the new album by Alex Isley Ooh. called Marigold, which I'm so excited about because it is everything that I thought it would be and more. Just so happy to have, you know, a full project that I can mm -hmm. really sit with from her because usually I'll just let her singles rock on the Spotify playlist. But she dropped a record. It's actually the opening song called Such a Thing. And this is off of Marigold with Alex Isley and Jack Dine. Yeah. Tiptoe round my door 
was not looking for you Busy finding who I am Just one year ago You couldn't have told me That this was a part of my plan that's the first track so mm. i mean she came out the gate you know what i mean you know how sometimes people start with like an mm-hmm. intro or a filler yes. no she's let you know this what time it is track for track okay and then the other song i'm in love with is called stick and it's part of the new dreamville mixtape yes. that they dropped the gangsta yes. girls yes. Um, yes. it's jid Right, JID, J. Cole, and Sheck West, and it's called Stick. And I saw them performing it because they yeah, just had the Dreamville Festival. And JID is a beast on stage. She just has so much energy, which I I love the rappers that go hard on stage because the ones that just kind of walk back and forth. Like it's cool, but it's like, eh. Then you get the rappers mm-hmm. that just go hard. Like they want you to feel it, and they did that. And I love this record, Stick. This is how it goes. Oh, I know you niggas didn't see this coming. I mean, normally around this time, I'd ask if you was ready. Tell me to fuck up, right? But I know there's no way you niggas was ready for what's about to happen. sound crazy live first of all so i was happy i wish i could have gone but stick it just would have been too much right so that song goes let me see because i feel like that might be my only two for today is it you know what i have to shout out because i did watch the grammys and it wasn't very exciting. Oh, I'll be honest. There weren't that many performances that I honestly stopped watching about maybe halfway through. Um, Cause somebody put out the set list, mm-hmm. like the run of show. Oh. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> oh, well send that to me. So I need <laughs> I to write like, through who I need to not. Yeah. I'm going to send it to you. And it, it just wasn't for me. So I basically saw who did I, who performed that I cared about. 
I mean, I can't, I don't even remember. But I did get put on to an artist called Chris Stapleton, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who is a country artist. And his voice is so nice. And he performed a song called Cold that I want to play because I was like, let, let me find out I'm listening to a country <laughs> song. Yeah. And it was the only performance of the night that really... <laughs> Like actually made me pay attention. The only performance wow. of the entire night. <laughs> so this is how it goes. vocal and it just sounds so good and I feel like a lot of the Grammy performances either the mic isn't Mm -hmm. hot (laughs) or they're just distracting you with a bunch of sets and dancers and it's like when you get to the actual music of the song it's like it don't really do nothing for you but this dude I didn't know who he was never heard of him just him right his guitar his band killed it now I'm a fan. Chris Stapleton's song is called Cold. Those are my three. Feet. Great three, friend. Great strong three. Come on strong with the range, three, okay? All right, Dustin Ross, <laughs> what you been over there listening to? Cashdale had a baby. She gave birth to a beautiful baby boy named Cashton Prophet. Congratulations, and She's back Cash. at work. She's, of course, she's on set um, filming season two of BMF, which I can't wait to watch right now. Yay. And then she uh, also has been back in the booth. She's back in the booth, not during this segment, y'all. Okay? (laughs) Wait on the next song. At least give me some respect, please. God. We're talking about Cash Dial right now, okay? Oh, my God. She's back rapping. He said, please. I'm going to fight for mine, okay? You're going to stand beside her. I'm going to stand beside her. Now, she's rapping. She's featured on FKI First, new new track, Attitude. And it's produced by the Good Job First. It's just a great verse from her. Listen to Cash Style. You can't be mad at me, nigga. You You can't even afford to be mad at me. We nails here, I need all that shit. I'm a rich ass, high class, fly ass bitch. Ain't no dollar means one fine ass chick. I'm a lobster fillet all the time, ass bitch. I only ask once, I don't really like a pre lit. Don't even think about the pussy unless you eating it. To be honest, I don't never really need a nigga. 
grown ass man, so I don't understand why you don't really know how to treat a woman. I need bands and the bands and the shopping spree and fans tell me when the fuck the limousine is ready. Steady getting on my nerves, buy me first, nigga. Fuck that back and forth, I want a Porsche. My last nigga didn't want to ice me out. As you can see, that ain't my nigga no more. Unless you got a check, don't check me. If you can't impress me, don't press me. Every time you make me mad, man, I want a new bag. If you can't do that, don't stress me. I like diamonds. I like diamonds. Yeah. Cash I like diamonds. Word up. Cash <laughs> attitude. Next song I want to play is by Papoose. It's the mm. Thought I Was Gonna Stop Papoose. remix with Remy My mm. Two Chains. While y'all was on IG, I was in the Mozzie. Drop top, I be in that foreign like I'm Fabi. Hustled in your building, and you couldn't stop me. Like the homie Jim Jones, I be in the lobby. Tried to hit me two times with the shoddy. Miss me, I dodged both shots. Kyrie, do it anywhere, having sex in the Bugatti. Nobody couldn't see us because the windows got foggy. Flames try to rob me, it's going to be a homie. I hope the president will pardon me. I'm sorry. Used to move like Billy the Kid, don't try me. Young gun, I was a YG like Yo Gotti. This is the remix, I'm loading up three clips. I created the wave, now all of these rappers is seasick. Like Juicy J, I tell you to your face, you can eat it. We could fight on the stage like both of us at Harmony 3-6. Tell the girl. I would put a hook right here. Yeah. When you was on a Zoom call, I was at the pool hall. Crew talk. Number five is Pat Pooch. You already know. And that's, a, that's a nice little summertime, make you want to shake your ass song. Um, the that next song I'm going to play home. is actually from that Dreamville uh, D-Day project that Fran spoke of. It's mm-hmm. Ari Lennox, Blackberry Sap. This is my shit. Oh, I like this too. The one. The one. The only. The only. Ari Lennox. Ari Lennox. It's a vocal clean sweep from her per usual, and it's just an incredible. I song. love Ari. So she looked Ari. amazing too at the fest. I saw Beautiful. Uh, pictures. Yeah, that she's dress a fucking superstar. Good. Like she's mm-hmm. totally, she has totally stepped into her yes. presence as a 1, as a music percent. superstar. She has, mm-hmm. and I love to wow. see it, and I love it. Love, love, love it. So that's it. For we me. love you, Ari Lennox. Um, I almost played that song, Peru. But I didn't play it. <laughs> That's my shit. Peru. He said Peru. Peru. Anyway, but go ahead. Um, this close. So many things I want to play. I hate this feeling. Um, before I play anything though, I just yeah, want to say something. I should have said this today. in the earlier segment. Whoever is in control of Normani stuff, y'all need to stop playing because "Fair" is such a a, a, a beautiful song. Like it's so. I it's like so it. Good. So very we need pretty visual. I like it too. And and to me, let's break it down, can we? Go just ahead. for go five go seconds. Ahead. Let's give fair a little bit yeah. of time. 
to me, fair, they should have, they, the songwriters and whoever arranged the song should have concentrated on the section where she says hearts didn't break down the middle or whatever. To me, that should have been the name of the song. They should have echoed that in some of them spaces where it's a lot of music and no all, no vocal from her. They could have mm-hmm. taken that and echoed that throughout that second part of that chorus and really filled mm-hmm. the song up, giving us more ad-libs. And she should have ended the song, the end of the track, the music should have stopped and she should have been going to fuck in vocally, like singing about whatever the fuck the relationship, like a mic drop mm-hmm. moment. That's how the song mm-hmm. should end. That would have been a number one hit. It has everything it mm-hmm. takes. So great the, the lyrics, everything. But it sucks because I feel like her team doesn't know what to do once they drop a record. It's like they just drop the records. There's no follow-up. There's no promotion, barely. They need there's to no work visuals. that record. We should see it. Yeah. And she's so, like, she danced her ass off. She's beautiful. She, You know, I don't know. I Got don't everything it. it takes. I really thought after that, um, after the Wild Side video, because mm-hmm. that's when I really took notice, like, okay, this is, Normani got it. Like, it's people I've always known, For she's sure. talented. I saw the star quality when I watched the Wild Side video. Mm-hmm. That I was, I was confronted with her star quality, I should say. That I felt like we were heading in the right direction. I'm like, this is the it's beginning the team. of something I, special. I fully blame the team personally. Fair Sorry, is a great song, and people were panning it as soon as it was released, saying how it was it was sleepy and slow and all this shit. And I'm like, are y'all listening to what I'm listening to? This is literally yeah, like a hit record. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, but again, it's just it becomes that very snooze fest that they think of when it lies dormant. Mm-hmm. Right. No follow up to the energy of it. Yeah, I don't get it. I really don't get it. I don't know if it's the label. They just don't. They're not whatever powers that her? be like, need to stop it? playing with Normani and stop playing with us because we j- she deserves more and we see her and we want to continue to be here for her. But y'all just keep pulling whatever and not doing what y'all need to do. She should go indie and just find a dope. She needs to do what Tanache like did. A dope stylist, a mm-hmm. dope choreographer, a dope creative director. Just find a creative like. That's what I feel like most people I know, you have the dream of the label. And it does work for some people, you know. But creative collectives, in my opinion, are where it's at. You need to like camp out in a people. house somewhere and just get and on the same page. Bomb-ass visuals. Concepts, songs, sonic concepts, concepts yeah. all of that. And even outside of that. Um, labels don't develop, labels don't develop right. artists anymore. So you Fair. really have to find it yourself. When I hear fair, I, I feel myself being in Los Angeles on a rooftop somewhere with them fire heat lamps blowing at night and, and, and the lighting. Y'all know what the environments feel like. I hear that song and I feel the conversation. I see the, the drinks and the candles on the table and shit. That's a mm-hmm. vibe. On top of it being a vibe, right? When you actually listen to what she's saying in them lyrics, they wrote the mm-hmm. shit out that song. Mm-hmm. Wrote the shit out of it. Why isn't it bigger than it is? Why? I just want whatever powers that be with all this money to just figure out how to appropriately spend it or whatever y'all need to do to make things move. But I also wish uh, labels would take more notice into indie artists and just put budgets behind them. If they're going to be like, look, uh, we know you signed with somebody before and you probably don't want to do it again or you want to maintain your independence. So we want to just, you know, put this behind you and make this back because there are artists out there like Dawn and Tanache who like are still killing they just they just keep going, and yeah. I I love to see that. But at the yeah. same time, I want 
more respect for them as well. I want people to come and be like, look, we see what monsters y'all are. We want to give y'all the budget to show what kind of monster you are and really mm-hmm. capitalize on your shit and make a little change with y'all. Especially Dawn. Especially Dawn is so Dawn. futuristic and she does so much. Like, so, like the music alone is... The music alone is so hard, but then she is so intricate about the visuals and it being interactive somehow, whether it's technology or clothing or fashion or like ever. She's an ever evolving artist. She's an ever evolving artist. Constant, literally constantly reinventing herself deserves all of the attention and focus that there is available to people who profess to have those talents and resources. She literally has the gift. She's a musician, a dancer. She writes, that shit, that storytelling that she does more than just tell. And then she's in the tech, in the tech world and those spaces. Fucking VR like, video, uh, videos, a, animation, uh, VR tour performances. Like the, the fact Come that on, you can man. put on a headset and stand in the middle of the stage while she is fucking it up, singing vocally and performing her ass off with the dancers. And then you get the energy of the audience right. too. Like, that shit is amazing. The it's themes dope. that are woven into her music, the themes. Oh my god! Then like, yeah, and, and you can have all the talent in the world. That don't mean you can create a hit record or a song that even sound good. That's just it. If Dawn makes songs that sound good, she makes songs that she makes be phenomenal huge, monster worldwide like, hits. That's some of that music truth. can be like it's so movie frustrating and shit. Like she just does. Such, oh my god! Uh, anyway, so many amazing women anyway. doing so many amazing things in music. Uh, I could actually let me just go ahead and start with this one since we're on this page anyway. Uh, now I told y'all, I know we joked last week and I said I wasn't gonna say nothing else about Will Smith and Bel Air, but I just have one more thing to say. Coco Jones has I love Coco her. Jones has a song out. She dropped it uh, in the middle of last month or, or March. Since you know, it's, oh, she's an artist well, so too. Th- she's mm-hmm. she's been That's making music too, and so that was like, Fire. oh, you know, she was like a a, a Disney kid. So you know they always got to do a little bit of everything. So Coco, she had mm. she's had music on here, but she dropped recently a song called Caliber. I think I saw somebody tweeting about it. I'm so sorry. I'm not trying to. That's how. Yeah, I I'm not trying it. to like tweet still. I wish I remember who or what, but I just saw somebody tweeting about Coco Jones. So I was like, let me just go see what the song is, and I listened and I couldn't stop listening. So I have to share it with everybody. This song is Caliber. Coco Jones, go ahead, girl. Pull up to the party on my playlist. See you on my body, now we off that liquor. I know you want more than just my conversation. Wanna get in something else besides my head. Low key, I can see your potential. I just want to see how you handle. Just my dreams of rules if you're with it. Pretty boys, pretty production, pretty Pretty everything. everything. (laughs) She looks bomb on the cover. Love the color, love the colors of the cover. Love the emotion on it. Love it. Just feel like Coco Jones. She's having a great season because everyone, 
again, for me in this show, not it. But the elements of the show, I can see and appreciate. And Coco Jones, her Hillary, she's doing the goddamn thing. Like, a lot of the characters are doing their, their, their thing on that show. And I know we're not at TV land, but very quickly, I just love how they use a lot of fresh talent along with a lot of talent that's kind of been around that we don't get to see enough of, you know, Hillary, um, the mother, like, uh, or Aunt Viv, rather. Like, there's just so many cool elements to the show. Even Uncle Phil, I always see his ass in random things on Netflix, and he's there. But um, Coco Jones, Caliber, really good song. Love the vibe. I can't wait to see uh, a visual for it. I can't wait to hear more from Coco Jones. Shout out to you, girl. <laughs> Go ahead, girl. Um, uh I, really I don't know why her. I'm having such a hard time choosing who to play, but I definitely have to... Oh, actually, you know what? There's this artist named uh, Ben Riley. He dropped this project last year, um, but this song is called Maytag, Tax Free. It's a vibe. I love it. Here we go. It's way too tight, nigga. What do you gain from emotion? Stop the commotion. Y'all niggas not outside. Suck a dick, you suck a niggas can die. If I want it, ain't no way you can stop. I can cancel all your plans for the swipe. I can cancel all your plans for life. Truthfully, you see the physique, you know you're not fucking with me. To keep it a bean, I need me a G if I'm putting words to a G. You niggas sent to peace, you sensitive please, a hundred feet on them at least. I'm where I'm supposed to be, my spirit at ease, you don't wanna talk about free. I need 20 million on me, why you talking on the tweets? I can see it in your face, you don't feel safe, won't you come clean? Got a brand new watch, that bitch test free. I don't need no Glock for no rap beef. Damn boy, Xerox, that's a pet peeve. Bitch, I pay my dues. I just like the vibe of that record. He's got some really cool bars. Uh, ben Riley, uh, Riley, R-E-I-L-L-Y. Um, really cool dude. I like a lot of his catalog too, but that was just the song that I just chose off the top of my head to play of his. Um, last song, I'm going to shout out some family. Um, LaKaylee 47. She has a really dope song. Yes, love you. Love you, LaKaylee. Uh I saw she started posting like little things on IG. I was like, yeah, uh, she she been uh. sprinkling some songs uh, <laughs> this year. I think this is like the second or third song that she dropped. But this uh, single is called LL Cool J. Oh yeah, it's cute. I, I love it. I love you, LaKaylee. Keep it going, girl. Who boy? Who boy? Who boy? Who you looking at like that? 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 Sliding on records. I love you, we love the fuck out of you, LaKaylee. Um, the, talent, the talent. The talent. Oh my God. And the creativity, the originality. And if you ever love get I'm ready for the, the pleasure of seeing LaKaylee live, it is fucking awesome. 
She just has. And one of the nicest people. One of the on sweetest earth. people you'll ever genuinely. meet. Right? Like, genuinely one of the nicest people like, you'll ever cool meet. Cool as fuck, just dope ass, ass vibe, and like lit ass, high energy ass show, and like cool fucking fashions, along with these dope ass rhymes and amazing bars. I just love you, LaKaylee. We love you here at the Friend Zone. You the shit. And um, shit, we want to be in one of the videos, okay? <laughs> um, that. <laughs> I just have one last song I'm going to play and then we out of here. I promise. I, I'm sorry. This is the fourth song. I'm going, I was going to save it for next week, but I just, I, I'm struggling. So Princess Nokia, this song is called No Effort. I love the video. And oh, I heard I love it. the record. I the the video. video is just them and these North Face jackets getting it and it's cute. So very, very New, New York. York. Very love you, Princess Nokia. No effort. Yes, bitches, I need y'all to know it's no competition, bitch. You could never, bitch. You see me and you see you. And I think rappers suck I'm in the ice cream truck I got the ice cream song I just keep you strong Baby, rip the bong Mark Jacob shirt With the sequin thong It's a hot girl summer And I put up on my bike It's a wet hot summer And I feel like cherry pie Get a threesome going Cause you know that's what I like It's a old girl party And they fucking right outside Wet hot summer Wet hot summer Going everywhere I'm a track star runner Something cute, something fun Something dope uh, Dope visual Go check out Princess Nokia uh, support all the artists that we talk about on the show because everybody's just out here trying to do their thing just like we are and just like you are. That does it for this week's Music Man segment. I love you all. Dustin Ross, please take it away and tell us what you've been watching over there on TV Land. To segue into TV Land, we're going to discuss Bel Air because I watched the season finale um, and I love the notes that you touched on when you were just describing your take on it, Asante. But two quick music notes. Number one, I wanted to send some love to Chica. We yes. fuck with you, Chica. We love you, Chica. Chica, um, we love you. Just sending love and good energy her way. And stream her music, y'all, because she got some dope-ass shit in her catalog that y'all A need lot. to listen to. Like her song called Cinderella Part 2, which is one of my favorite songs of all time. You know, it take a lot for me to put you on and that And she list. on the last track of the Blues Project, Non-Perishable. I'm a- yes, she is. And that's a dope-ass yep. song they did, too. Anyway, also shout out and much love to my boy, Sean Ross, my friend who is on tour right now um, with Amber Mark. So Sean uh, has been doing, yeah, Sean is doing his thing. They were just in Detroit. Um, We talked about, anyway, Sean is doing his thing on tour. Much love to Sean. I'm super proud of him as a musician. Most people are familiar with Sean Ross for being a um, a model, Model, but he actually did a hard pivot in his, um, into artistry, being a music artist. Mm -hmm. And he's a hell of a songwriter, hell of a uh, music arranger and producer and a vocalist. Um, It's it's the real deal shit. So shout out to Sean. If you're able to catch them on tour, um, they'll be in Denver April 5th, which is why the time you hear this show, Portland, Fran, on April 8th. Okay. Um, Amber Mark and Sean's in Portland, Seattle on the 9th. Vancouver on the 10th, my birthday, um, Oakland, California on the 12th, San Fran on the 13th, and LA on the 19th. So if you're in any of those cities, go support Sean Ross and Amber Mark. I should definitely enjoy go. Enjoy the show. Yeah, let me know and I'll hook that up. But Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, so that's it for that. As far as TV Land is concerned, um, shout out to the Grammy Awards. All the performances are available online, as are the horrible-ass clothes that were on the red <laughs> carpet. So if you want to get a good laugh, you can look those up. 
Yeah, um, what was happening? Right, I don't know, but Laverne Cox, she kept it cute oh. on the red carpet this time. I noticed that. There were no entanglement questions this week. Um, <laughs> but that was hilarious. Uh, so watch the Grammy stuff for all of that news. Um, Bel Air, that's what I want to talk about. Not only did I finish it, I went back and rewatched the first episode, second episode, third episode, fourth episode. I just binged the whole series. Um, Bel Air was a great I'm show. I'm going to rewatch just because Crystal is... Yeah. The now doing a podcast yes. with Jazzy Jeff, so I'm going to watch. Yes, you got to watch bias. it. <laughs> and ain't nothing wrong with that. I, in watching that show, I fell in love with the whole family, the whole damn Banks family. Mm-hmm. I, I think that the casting of this show, you got to give it up mm-hmm. to these casting directors For because sure. they all literally look like they could be siblings and children of the parents. It's crazy to me. They're a beautiful family. Um, the uh, Jabari, the young gentleman that plays uh, Will, the mm-hmm. lead character, he's doing his thing. I had mixed opinions initially after I've gone back and rewatched it. I got to give credit where it's due. And that little boy can act. He's, I shouldn't yeah. say little boy, that young man can act. Um, it's just a great show. Go back and once you figure out the plot, go back and rewatch it. And once you rewatch it, you'll pick up on little notes and different things that they wrote into the show. And it just mm-hmm. really opens your eyes to the talent that is involved in creating the show anyway. Another thing that I want to note is that the show was originally picked up for two seasons, so they don't need a second season renewal. We can go ahead and get excited now and look forward to season two of this show coming because it is a guarantee. And I'm excited to see it grow. I really like the way that they have taken just an original spin on this very familiar story mm-hmm. for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way that they reinterpreted and reimagined like so many classic scenes and moments from the original. I'm just impressed. And so Bel Air is a thing that I want y'all motherfuckers to watch. Watch the show. I'll it's watch good. just to be informed. I'll give it a second Watch chance. the show. Also, <laughs> Candy and the Gang on Bravo. This is another series that you guys need to support and watch. Very diverse cast, all black, um, just a good natured fun show to watch everything doesn't have to be so heavy and um emotionally taxing on you for you to enjoy taking it in just because it's a reality show there are genuine laughs on this show real people to root for real budding love interest that it makes you feel like you're a damn teenager to watch like i don't know it's just it's a good ass show the old lady gang is on there they got me rolling candy (laughs) Is 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 the matriarch to this whole thing, but the way that Candy Candy is a person like me who is very aware of and sensitive to personal connection with mm. people. Candy's mm-hmm. a person where she's she's you Candy's friend, you're gonna know by the way that she engages with you, by her personal investment into your life and your interests. And I kind of have that in common with her because I'm an Aries, so she's right before me. And that don't even matter, but this is the first time I've ever been able to make a Zodiac reference. So I just kind (laughs) of went for it. Um, But I love watching her do that amongst these people who otherwise would not have so much of a relevance in any other situation beyond the fact that they have a personal relationship with Candy. And it's amazing to see that quite often, we may feel like candy you shouldn't even fuck with them like that but in the end it works out it was worth you know giving this person a little grace or a little patience or a little room to grow you know what i'm saying and that's Mm -hmm. a lesson you can learn from watching candy and the gang plus it's hilarious and candy's family her current um 
her cousins who are also her godsons, Patrick and Melvin. They're cousins, but they were raised like brothers and they stick together. And there was someone on this past episode who thought they were going to have a conversation with them and address them about something that wasn't even connected to them. And the way that the two of them looked at each other and then rolled that person (laughs) like some dice it was just something oh God, to behold. So you have got to watch Candy and the Gang I'll on Bravo. Good, good, good show for y'all to watch. Um, the trailer for The Real Housewives of Atlanta season 14 drop. It's going to be incredible. Um, it feels like a return to form for Atlanta. It felt very much like early Atlanta. Shout out to the Peach Report Daily who said that um, that trailer felt like season five. And it did feel like the season five trailer because I went back and watched also, make sure you're following the Peach Report daily on all platforms. It's a great source for news connected to the Housewives universe, really, in general. But Housewives matters of interest to people like me and you, which means Atlanta, Potomac, Beverly Hills, you know, New York, the ones that have a little bit of a reason What about to watch. Uh, Dubai? That's coming, too, and I can't wait. Because I saw it's gonna, the trailer. It, it looked like it smelled like money to me. Didn't <laughs> it to you, friend? Did I'm you see... Um... Milan was that her name from College Hill? Yeah, and now it's Lisa. Yeah, uh-huh. Ah, oh God. I was like, the, the okay. come up, the come up, right? <laughs> I like, guess. Maybe life was a crystal staircase. Maybe it was a, <laughs> a crystal runway when you flew into Dubai and never looked back. Can so. you explain to trippy. me what the okay. Real Housewives of New York Legacies is? Yes. So they're going to do a complete reboot of Real Housewives of New York City. So um, they're going to do a new partially familiar cast of people for the actual show Real Housewives of Mm -hmm. New York. And then they're going to do what is now being called to and what is a working title is being used. It's a working title. The show is not going to be called Legacy, Mm -hmm. right? But it it is essentially a legacy Mm -hmm. show because it's going to focus on the original cast members that introduced the franchise. So that would be your OGs. It's unknown whether or not that it will include very relevant veterans like Dorinda Medley and others that have come after her but have mattered to the right. franchise. You know what I'm saying? But as of right now, it is being referred to as the legacy show because it's going to be essentially a Real Housewives of New York spinoff that focuses on the older, former cast members of the show. I wonder if they're testing that because yes. I feel like that could be something cute for Atlanta, too. Just to see, like, Lisa Maybe. Wu and some of them back, you know? Maybe, but Atlanta is... Lisa Wu actually is going to make an appearance oh. on season 14. You you didn't catch it, but she's in the trailer. There's a scene of, like, a pajama party. Yet. Lisa Wu standing right there. Okay. <laughs> um, she's going to make an appearance. But Atlanta is a show that has not... Atlanta is still feels like the original right. show because Candy's there, and now they've back, back the OG Sheree Whitfield. So it's still like the roots are oh, there. Oh, Sheree is back? Mm-hmm, back, and in full effect. And they what say happened her, to her Lisa personal Wu? story. Why did Lisa Wu not continue on? Do y'all know? I'm not sure. I'm not sure if she, and that, <laughs> look how it worked out. I'm not sure if um she was asked to continue past season three. Mm. Um, but I do know that um, in season four, she was no longer a part of the cast. So she did the first three seasons. Right. Or no, did she do her. season? Did she do season three? No, she didn't do season three. She did the first two seasons. She did seasons one and two because in season three, that was when Cynthia and Phaedra came. And Cynthia did three to 13. Phaedra did three to nine. Damn. Yep. So they were too long running. Phaedra stayed too long, if you ask me. The people want her back. Is Phaedra coming (laughs) back? Yeah. No, Phaedra won't won't be back. 
She's Uh-oh. she will be back though on the Ultimate Girls Trip season two. You can see her there, but she won't be back on Real Housewives of Atlanta proper. She won't be over there. And good riddance. Everybody what is says Ultimate they miss Girls Trip, <laughs> the show where they have uh, an ensemble cast of women from different cities, and they go on a trip together. The one that Cynthia and all so this is like on. Road Rules yep. Housewives edition. Yeah. Okay. Got yep. it. Yeah. <laughs> And speaking yeah. of, did y'all see um, Real World New Orleans with Melissa and yes, all that? Yes, I was about to get to that. Yes, I'm oh, glad oh. you said that. So shout out to Melissa, our girlfriend, a friend yes. of ours and yours. Literally. Right? Melissa and them are coming back for the Real World Homecoming on um, Paramount+. Plus. So it's going to be another going back to the original house. And all I could hear was old boy singing it. Come okay. on, be my baby tonight. Oh, I hear was the damn song. Tonight. So David. Yeah, David ass. He looked like an anime character. He looked like out. anime bullock. The, the head wrap. <laughs> that nigga be on YouTube. He be, never mind. I'm not going to do this right now. Well, I can't wait for that. That's going to be good. Also, speaking of... Um, MTV reality show. Shout out to my boy Elias, who is all a cast member on this season of X on the Beach. Um, their show just came out the other day on what MTV. What is that? It's a X show on, on MTV beach. where these people come on the beach or whatever, and it's like they hook up and all this other shit. But it's a great like show. Love Island. But their exes be there. Sort of. Yeah. Oh, and then wow. there's new people to kind of entice whatever the fuck. Oh, so, yeah. Jesus. So shout out to my boy Elias. So he's on the show. Show him some love in all the comments for the show if you can. Um, and just watch it, y'all. Does, do it. you all have Apple That's TV for this Plus? Mm hmm. Yes. Have I you think. heard of or seen Convergence? Not Convergence, excuse me, Severance? No. no. Are we talking about a Severance it's a, package? It's a show. It's limbs being it's cut a off. show. It, it's a yep. series. It's, it's a, a sci-fi? It is. It's a sci-fi series. Is it horror? No, it's not horror. I feel like I might have seen the banner. If you banner, all could just do me a favor, but I don't and think look I up Severance mm-hmm. on Apple TV Plus and watch just the first episode. Okay. You don't have to watch the whole thing. Just the first episode. We're going to be talking about that next week. Oh, bet Severance. Okay. Let me write that because now, I'm you gonna forget. You're going to have to put it in the. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to do that. I'm yes, do that. I'm oh, going to do it for you. Oh, okay, okay, bet. All right. Well, yeah, perfect, that's it. That's perfect. all. I just want to share that with y'all. Well, thank you for those of you listening. Uh, we love you guys so much. Also, if you missed the live stream last week, we just uploaded the replay I mean, today. Just, yes. Literally just. So definitely check that out if you missed it. And shout out to Latoya once again for joining us and those of you who joined us in the chat. The next uh, live stream on Patreon is going to fall on Wednesday, April 27th, I believe. So we will see you there. Once again, another guest friend <laughs> will be joining us. This one's going to be a wang dang doodle. Yeah. That should be a hint. <laughs> so we'll definitely um, subscribe to that if you haven't already at patreon.com forward slash the friend zone podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We love you so much and we'll catch you guys next Stay week. Stay black and protect your magic. Love y'all. Peace out. My birthday Sunday in this bitch. So everybody ah. go get fucked up this weekend. If you listen, if you, if you made it to this show. I have a lollipop in your honor. There you go. If you made it to this point of the show, party on Sunday. Leave the lollipop emoji if you Ooh. made it this far to, at the end of the show. <laughs> yep. There you go. Ye old mess. <laughs> Ye old mess. Love you guys.